Hello, we're here. It's the podcast. It's directly to you. It's episode 207. I'm AJ of Redirect. This is Redirect Podcast. I didn't say that, but it's our podcast. I'm AJ of Redirect. I'm joined by Parker, also of Redirect. I'm waiting. For... Oh my God, I thought... I freaking... I thing. Um, you can support the channel by going to youtube.com slash watch redirect or twitch.tv slash watch redirect and giving four dollars ninety-nine cents of your or Jeff Bezos' money. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you can link through your Twitch account, you get Prime Gaming Sub every month. You gotta remember to renew it. And it's great, it's fun. You can also support us on patreon.com slash watch redirect. And in exchange for that and whatever other thing you do, like if you if you subscribe, that's that contributes to the, the Patreon tier. So if you want any Patreon thing. But you're already a Twitch subscriber or a YouTube member or you have a Prime sub that you haven't given but you want to give, know that you can get Patreon perks too if you give just that amount of money across the board. You don't have to give it on Patreon specifically. Uh, but yeah, in exchange for that on the platforms like YouTube and Twitch, you get loyalty badges, you get emotes. Everybody gets to free Switch games from time to time because they get to... They're, I just throw them up in the supporters only discord when i when i go through my email <laughs> but also supporters only discord you get to listen to us record this show live and be part of the peanut gallery and say stuff and make fun of me when i mess up the intro or when parker freaking bamboozles me uh in the google doc <laughs> um it's true it's true but yeah, there we go. We did the thing. Uh, freaking, we're talking about Nintendo and games as a service games because Mario Strikers is a thing that came out and people were mad about it not being good enough. Um, and we just got our first uh, free content update, which means we got two characters in a stadium with stadium uh, assets and whatnot. Uh, as somebody that likes that game, I don't think that's good enough. Um, as somebody that doesn't play this game, you definitely don't think it's good enough. <laughs> um, so, and and this is like a, a a a trend for them. Like they're they're not good at these type of games, and it's it's like it's it's this weird thing. I feel like because like a lot of Nintendo fans, and this is a, this is sort of a trend that I, I realized when working on the video that we're gonna put up that we like collaborated on basically because you wrote like the skeleton and then i went through and i rewrote it i feel like a lot or i rewrote parts um i feel like a lot of nintendo fans are on a similar wavelength and just like a lot of gamers on the internet like active like uh vocal gamers are more like um on the end of or on the side of like a one and done game that you play once and then you're done um but like the market like it's on the opposite end of that like the most successful games are the games that people buy and they play them forever you know like the maddens the call of duties the fortnites the you know um so it's like it's this weird like disconnect of like um i feel like a lot of gamers are mad at these games because they're not something that you can want and done but i think that these games are not good enough because they don't make you want to stay um so, thoughts, what do we think?
Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're not they weren't in the first place, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right because for me i think that people approach this conversation with quantity first they're like there's not enough content in this game there's x amount of modes or whatever right um but to me I feel like quality is more important. Like the game should make me want to play more of the game. Not so much like there's not enough games. So I don't feel justified in my purchase because they don't, they, the number is not high enough. I don't get the, the amount of like uh, quantifiable hours in this game through the amount of content that you provided me. Um, it's, it's like breadth versus depth and you know, like all that stuff. Um, and it's just like um i i definitely agree that these games are not good enough because in that in that regard right where um as far as like mario strikers or whatever right there's not enough there to make you want to get good at it and i think that that is what they're trying to be like they're not trying to be um you know like the game boy versions of a mario sports game it seems more like they're trying to be the FIFA of the Madden, where it's like the reason why you play it is because you want to get good so that you can tell your friends that they suck and you're better than them. Um, and and then their your friends tell their friends and then it's like, uh, you know, it's like you, you become it's the best kid on the block, <laughs> you know, like that whole thing. Um, it, I mean, it goes it goes back to like certain games that they do do that well and like Smash. Um, where everybody has that Smash friend, no matter how competitive you are at Smash, everybody has that Smash friend or is that Smash friend that's like, yeah, I'm the best in my friend group, <laughs> you know? Um, and like that, that only works because people care about the game. Like the game is good enough to want to be that, you know? But like, who cares if you're the best Mario Golf Super Rush <laughs> player? <laughs> I don't I don't know if I agree with that though like because like in in terms of like 
there's definitely like the theoretical like there's a lot of modes in this game in theory but even a lot of casual like even casual players don't play world of light you know like there, there's definitely people that like will buy smash because it's smashing and then they'll play world of light because it's like oh, i feel like that justified my purchase but people aren't like oh world of light got announced i'm getting smashed that's a w you know like you don't hmm right the the quantity side mhm mm mhm mm mhm mm With these games now having the DLC and adding things in, it sets a precedent that DLC is going to fix it or at least complete the game. Like, right. Just give you as much as it's supposed to have. So if it feels bare at the beginning, like, oh, maybe it'll be fixed down the road. And that wasn't the case with Super Mario Party. And whereas, like, Mario Party Superstars was a much better game as a whole, it still, like, has, in my opinion, kind of the bare minimum of quantity mm. that it should for in my opinion, especially with it being kind of, you know, like older, um, like remasters kind right. of, um, but you know, still good game. So I'm not, not too mad about it. Um, I but do the think that too is like, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I do think that Mario party is a good, uh, example of like what this means. Right. Because like mm -hmm. for super Mario party, people were mad about the amount of boards, but like technically it has like, it's one of the games that has a higher number than the average but mm. the problem with these boards is that they're so one note and they're like versus the other boards where it's like <laughs> this multi-layered like it's not a one main objective mm -hmm. it's not like uh, a sort of situation of like oh now we're playing monopoly and now we're playing risk you know it's like there, there's mm -hmm. two there's two types of objectives at least in these type of boards where there's like more than one way for you to get a star or the coins that you need or win a minigame or whatever um or like to be like in mini games and like there all these different scenarios that can happen but in super mario party it's very yeah. like here's your one objective and this is how you'll win or lose um mm -hmm. so so like that that's kind of the like the depth side of it where like people were mm -hmm. like less so like obviously the the argument became like oh we need more boards because like that's in their mind how to solve it without changing what the game was right where right. it's like, <laughs> instead of making the boards that we had better it's give us more boards so we feel like there's more to do um but like mm -hmm. people played the n64 mario party games for for years you know and they didn't have that many mm -hmm. boards but the boards were deeper um so it was yeah. fun to play over and over and over and it's just like monopoly like like people aren't like where's my monopoly yeah. dlc because like the the, um, the like how uh -huh. monopoly was designed there's enough variance there for it to feel mm -hmm. different every time you play it it's a new experience every time yeah, yeah. exactly yeah and yes agreed um and i think in terms of like the expectation side too with the you know people feeling like where's where the where's my dlc thing is now that the mario sports games especially have done it so many times 
there's I feel like um, when the game first comes out and if it's kind of shallow, then or not. Yeah, I mean, shallow, but also just like doesn't have a whole lot of quantity there. There's rhetoric of like, oh, well, I'll just get it when they finish the game in two years or whatever, you know, like all the DLC will be out then and then I'm going to buy it. And to be honest, I don't think that happens, you know, like mm-hmm. for the most part, if you don't buy it towards the beginning or if you're not uh, like, you know, a casual gamer who's just going to like walk up to a Walmart and be like, Oh, Mario golf. That's fun. And then, then you're buying it at any point or like a parent buying for the kid or that kind of thing. Like, but like if you're like in the gaming space and like playing the new games and stuff, like the FOMO will be gone (laughs) by the time that the game's completed. Right. And so then, you know, they're losing out on sales at that point. Um, Yeah. So yeah, that's just a shame. Cause like it's, it's a sound strategy, like partly, (laughs) Like for them to be yeah, like, okay, right, here's right. this game, and then here's more content for this game, but they only mm-hmm. like have it half of the way there because like people mm-hmm. aren't excited for or weren't uh, since we're not actively getting anymore or might or probably mm-hmm. won't ever uh, with Smash or whatever. People weren't excited about DLC because it would make the game complete for them. You know, like the right. people that totally. were actively buying yeah. DLC were hyped because it gave them more of a reason to continue to play the game that they were going to continue to play anyway. Um, yeah. Versus with Mario Party or like the Mario sports games and stuff like that. It's like maybe this will be the 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 DLC that makes me feel good about the fact that I bought this game. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a bad way to go about it. Um, also, on that sort of line of thought i think that like it's just it's just like it's it's it would be there they have more than one game that they successfully use this strategy like i feel like splatoon is another game that that does the Mm -hmm. smash thing where it's like the first splatoon Mm -hmm. game people complain and people are like this is enough content blah 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 but with splatoon 2 where there was like a a a solid user base off the bat sooner and people were actively playing this game and again like it's a game that people want to be good at um yeah the the additional content really just became like new smash dlc where it's like everybody's when a new weapon comes out everybody's using that weapon you know it's like i want to learn how to use this weapon and see if it's the my my new main or whatever and that would happen every Mm -hmm. week if not more than one time a week of like these new weapons these new boards so on and so forth that people want to like dissect and figure out and see if that's the one that's for them even if you yeah. come into the game knowing what your main is and you're like this is the gun that i like and i always get dubs with this gun and i always like if i fight somebody i'm going to kill him and it doesn't matter you still are going to try the new weapon you know um mm-hmm. but like nothing in me is like oh daisy's in mario strikers bet i'm playing mario strikers again like even if daisy was yeah. my favorite character in the world it, it just doesn't it's not going to move the needle because I'm not already playing the game. You know, it's not like, oh, maybe this will uh, help my team comp. I don't have a team comp because I'm not playing the game, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like there are games, again, like Smash and Splatoon absolutely are examples of this. But there are games that people are going to keep playing forever. Um, or if not forever, at least like will continuously for a long period of time. And those are the games to do this with. And like... Um, a, Honestly, Mario Kart is another one of those examples. Yeah, where I think Mario. I was going to say that too. Mario Kart, so like mm-hmm. that's that's great. Um, but specifically, the Mario sports games, like in terms of sports games, 
they're not the one that somebody's going to get obsessed with unless they're, you know, like outside of a very small group of people. Um, that's just not gonna happen that much as opposed to like FIFA or Madden or whatever, where it's like, that's their one game. Like not that many people's one game is Mario tennis. Like maybe, mm-hmm. I mean, there's like John Carr, right? I know, you know, he has right. like a hundred hours in Mario tennis or something like that, which is a lot for Mario tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and it's, you know, that's a lot of hours for sure, but also it's not like that's a, um, that's not your one game. That's not your primary game. It's just like, I, this is my, you know, it's, it's not, side game that it's like not turn on Smash Brothers. It's not the, it's not the thing <laughs> right. that like, um, and, and that's mm-hmm. another part of this conversation that I think a lot of the, like, again, people on the internet specifically, cause I think most mm-hmm. people that play video games, like even removed from like, um, gamers specifically, most people mm-hmm. will eventually get a game that that's their game, and they don't care if they ever get another game for this platform. They're going to play mm-hmm. that game, and they're happy with the platform. Or maybe it's a group of games um, that mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm satiated, I'm good. Uh, the people that we engage with on the internet, and you know, us partially because we make content about it, are usually mm-hmm. looking for the next thing um mm-hmm. where games are games like this are supposed to be designed to satiate you to at least with the, yeah. the game itself right where it's like okay i want like this game gives me everything that i that i feel like i need um on this platform it justify my purchase for this mm-hmm. um i think yeah. that like it's less of a thing that mario sports games can't be that and more they mm-hmm. just currently aren't because they're not given yeah. the 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 chance to really like i feel like they're they're designed I'm, as mm-hmm. like a throwaway thing yeah if we take fall guys as an example mm-hmm. the items on that that the like cosmetic things or whatever that are unlockable either through paid services or for free last like five days mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure there's a rotation for sure and they come back around um but that's not very long at all. Yeah. And so like, it's something that makes you, you know, it's FOMO, to... yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think with this kind of thing, like there's toxic FOMO that exists. And then there's just like the regular taking advantage of the period of time that somebody would want to, like, there's, there's a lot of games that I know that I would like to play. Um, and I've said this a bunch of times, but like, yeah, games that I'd like to play, but kind of the time has passed and mm-hmm. without a good reason to do it, I've got other games that I would play first, yeah. you know? Um, and that's, that's just what it is. And it's just like, you know, if I didn't have as many games on my radar or whatever, maybe that wouldn't be the case. And so maybe that's not the case for some other people. Um, but you know, for me it is. And so in that way, Nintendo misses out on my money sometimes because yeah. like, um, at the time that it's the thing that I would buy, it's not the product I want it to be yet. And by the time it is the product I want it to be, it's just like too much. Yeah, I, I think that that motivates most of my new game purchases too, where it's like yeah. most of the reason that I have for playing a game, it, well, it, it's two layers. It's like, I don't care about the zeitgeist if I don't care about the game itself. You know, like I have to be interested in the game. Mm-hmm. But right. yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the zeitgeist also carries a lot of decisions for me where it's like I mm-hmm. could be vaguely interested in something. Uh, a good example, uh, Horizon. Uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden, Forbidden West. West. Yeah, that game, right? Uh-huh. I have interest in playing that. I'm down to play it. I don't want to pay $70 for it, right? Eventually, <laughs> it'll be 10 bucks. Yeah. I'll probably buy it. Will I finish it? No, because nobody's going to be talking about it by then, you know? Yeah. Um, so I have no real reason 
for me to want to play it because like yeah i'm mm -hmm. vaguely interested in it but not interested enough to finish it and just have that like experience with myself and it, it just be like this insular thing like if i'm going to play it yeah. i want to like oh yeah and this part was dope and then blah you know like that whole thing but nobody's talking about it like that by the mm -hmm. time it's ten dollars so i like yeah you know like yeah so here's here's the question with this is would you rather and i don't even know what my answer is just yet but um for Mario sports games um and i guess it doesn't have to be one size fits all either it could be you know piecemeal for different series but would you rather that these games are all like the exact size that they are released all at once um or you know like basically they just don't they take all the mario golf stuff in this it was all there at release don't do so you're saying yeah like, like what mario golf super rush is now is what it right. was at launch is that uh, uh, yeah, launch okay. yeah. mm -hmm. exactly yeah so just like you know bring everything together at launch or do you want or would you rather that it do what it's doing but with like better i would rather <laughs> it do what it's doing you know, like, better for sure because okay, i do think yeah. that like again those games are conducive to that um as far as like in mm -hmm. theory like the type of games that they are they are like the, what's there um has the seeds of a fighting game like that sort of mm -hmm. and yeah. like fighting game a shooter uh like regular traditional sports games all these sort of like competitive games have the same like value proposition it's like this game yeah. isn't about getting 20 hours out of this pre-designed campaign and that's it you're done it's it, it is about the journey of like uh, maybe you're bad at it at first but you're interested and you're like, oh, okay, I'm bad at this game, but I want to be, yeah. I want to get good. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And like, once you get good there, you, you want friction to challenge that where it's like, okay, I'm good at this. Mm -hmm. So either I want to uh, like a continuously growing player base, or I want new challenges to overcome, or I want new characters to figure out or new stages to learn or, you know, um, you, you want mm -hmm. something thrown at you consistently. So it gives you more of a reason to want to actively play it. Like, Smash Brothers is a very good example of that because it gives you a lot, like a lot, even just the game itself, even if you don't get to the point where like where I'm at, where it's like, I want to go to locals, like, cause that's a whole nother thing, you know? Cause then it becomes <laughs> yeah. a person thing. Then it's like, you start going to locals and then it's like, oh man, I freaking got this placing. I want to get a better placing or mm -hmm. I can't ever seem like I, I can beat everybody else, but this one person, I need to be able to beat that one, mm -hmm. you know, like th that's the, the, the external, um, motivation but there's also like the the game's motivation of like oh man like i i'm really good with this character but like i like this character more i wish i could be good with them so you try to get better with them or mm -hmm. like on, on my end if you're if you if you play like uh stance characters or characters that have like layers like more than one characters within a character it's like oh man my, right, my yeah. ivysaur is really good but i wish my squirtle was as good as my ivysaur. you know you're, you're constantly given your like whether it's from somebody else or yourself more reasons to mm -hmm. want to continue to play this game uh mario yeah. strikers mario golf super rush all that stuff, none of those games have that um yeah and i, I think that they, I, they would be better off if they did yeah it reminds me of like the thing we talk about fairly often about games um, just saying no, you know, essentially mm -hmm. um, at various points in time. And I think 
The funny thing about, I guess, the comparison or the the options that I gave earlier of like, do you want a full game at the beginning or them to pace it out better is that to pace it out better, it also assumes there's a full game at the beginning. So basically it's like, I mean, that's the obvious choice is like, yeah, do a full game at the beginning and then keep, you know, doing stuff. It just just depends Um, on like, because I think people define full game in a weird way because like, yeah, yeah. Again, like when, when when somebody says full game, when you see that like mm-hmm. the the meme of like games back in my day, and it's this freaking like yeah. triple whopper, <laughs> like extra super sized drink, <laughs> fries, yeah. tater tots, you know, like they give they ice cream, and then like games now, uh-huh. and it's just like a bun and cheese or like some dumb crap like that, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Like people think quantity, but for me, it's like right. I, th- I think Overwatch, despite like when it first came out, it had two most. Mm-hmm. or two game types yeah. i should say it's really one mode mm-hmm. um but i would say that it was a full game because those those game types were deep enough to make people want to get better yeah. at them um and like a game is more than just like freaking there's this many lines of dialogue but like tetris tetris is one of the most yeah. simple games in the world but you can play it for forever yeah. <laughs> because there's endless like like uh not like incentive to play it to get better to mm-hmm. get a higher score but like figure it out more like figure out better strategies blah 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 um mm-hmm. and it, like I, f- I feel like if games are better at doing that they don't have to have 27 modes mm-hmm. 80 characters you know like yeah. i mean i think for me mario party superstars honestly is the like prime example in my head of a game that like it could have had way more in it or whatever, but like my experience with it as a game didn't feel bad in any way. Like I felt good about what was there, even though I was aware that like, man, there's only like 10 characters. Like that's not a lot of characters. And so I saw potential and still see potential for DLC stuff to really easily add, be added in and not like necessarily be that hard to do. Um, but I wasn't mad about you know, the initial thing, meaning that if they ever do DLC things, I had good experiences with it. So them dropping more content means I will impart the good experiences on future things as well and be like, oh, I had fun time before. I'll have a fun time again. So I should do that as opposed to other games where, you know, Mario Tennis, by the time new things came out, I I had a good time in parts of it playing it in some ways. But there were just a lot of times where it's like, oh, I wish that there was more. Of the, oh, there's not. Okay. And I just like the looming feeling of disappointment also kind of pre-applies to more things that get added. So, yeah, I think like you said, as far as like what a full game is, again, Mario Party Superstars doesn't have like just that, you know, this huge amount of breadth to it. But it has just fun gameplay and enough that that feels like a full game. And it is because there has been no so as far as we are aware that was the full game <laughs> but mm. um but yeah no i yeah i feel that all right i'm gonna go address this justin like these comments he mm-hmm. said i think as far as sports yeah. games go it's just a completely different formula because it's a different type of fantasy that you are fulfilling yes you were trying to be better at playing the game but you're also living through the lives at the 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 lives of the best players in the world kind of thing uh look at sports games when players likenesses were stripped due to exclusively exclusivity agreements with stuff like 2k games what i'll say to that is 
I don't really know anybody that like plays sports games for that. Like when when I see people hmm. buy like that are two K heads, Madden heads, FIFA, whatever, like. They're not like, oh man, I can't, I can't wait to play, uh, freaking my career. You know, like they're going online and they're playing against people online. They're doing their franchise. I mean, like their their online franchises. They're doing like, um, like leagues with each other. Like my brother is one of those people. Like he's definitely one of those gamers that like buys Madden, buys Two K, and that's his games. You know, like that's what he's gonna play mm-hmm. every day after work. He's gonna come home. He's gonna play that. And when he comes home every day after work, he has multiple leagues that he plays in. And like you play the like the Super Bowl and like there's the player rankings and all that stuff. Right. And a lot of that is the like, oh, I want to get better than this person and I'm going to win the Super Bowl or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like it's a like a, the teams and the players and things, though, are definitely kind of a ticket in in the same way as like Pokemon Trainer is for you or whatever, mm. where it's like the interest in Pokemon Trainer made you want to play that character, but it also just so happens that you love that the way the player, the character plays more than any of the other ones. So it's like, it's cyclical in a good way. And I wonder if the same is true where it's like, man, I just love, you know, this team. And like, that doesn't playing-wise, yeah, that doesn't I'd, I'd say that's <laughs> But not, it's like a Trojan horse. I'd say in this scenario, that's not even really true either, right? Where maybe that's how you started playing Madden and stuff like with right. the older games where it's yeah. like I, like again my brother has an example somebody that plays games like mm-hmm. this um it used to be a thing where it's like he loves the eagles so he was going to play it but now mm-hmm. that he's online and he's playing in these leagues and stuff you don't even get to pick your team you know like it it's like <laughs> it's a pool of, of things where it's like it's like um like picking a team in like dodgeball where everybody gets a, right, a draft pick yeah, yeah. and like if you don't mm. get the right draft pick you don't get to pick th- your preferred team but you're going to play anyway because you like the game you know um mm. so i i think that that's a uh another part of it that's a separation like people care about football so they're going to play football for football mm-hmm. also that feels like a a a smart psychology tactic or something Mm. too of like not getting to pick your people so that when you do get to pick your people it's like yes like i finally if you know it's like if every time you get to pick the exact team that you want then wish fulfillment kind of like dies out early because you already had it happen so Mm. then it being like i can finally get this guy on my team you know it's kind of like a like a run in uh roguelikes or whatever too where you don't know what items you're going to get most often. And so at some point you get like an amazing build and it feels great, but like you can't replicate that every time and you don't really have control over that, which is, I don't know, you know, replayability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting. And it is, I mean, I guess the, the big thing here too is just like casual games, arcade games versus sim games, like, and what kind of how that all plays into it is like, with these i think these the nintendo sports games also have the luxury that if they just didn't do the dlc stuff at all like i think i agree that them making a fulfilling primary experience and just continuing to support it feels like the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. um but even if they just did like you know just barely enough essentially or just barely more than enough or something all at once i feel like in an industry where the other like other games can't get away with that quite as well i feel like it would be fine because it's casual party type games and there would be enough to more or less justify purchases where right now that's more often the case more often than not not the case is what i'm trying to say but uh, uh, another part of it 
that I think a lot of people don't give enough thought to is the mm -hmm. idea that like stuff like things that people think of as casual um mm -hmm. start at like as like either it be random or less thought out or you know like that sort of thing um where really like a game being like structured more like with a competitive mindset is good for mm. everybody mm -hmm. because yeah, a right. game being designed in a way that it can be competitive makes it consistent <laughs> so like even if you're yeah. bad at something <laughs> whether you know it or not you want consistency like a, a truly yeah. random game is like oh you died because you know the game's wacky and silly like that that's why you <laughs> fell through the stage lol you know like even casual mm -hmm. players don't want that um so i i think that that's also a part of this conversation that people need to be better with is understanding that like even though like competitive players like the the worst example that everybody goes to where it's like oh he's a sweat and he doesn't let me have fun and blah 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 and all other stuff like even though that does exist mm -hmm. i think that like competitive games um are like good for everybody um because you yeah. can like it's 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 easier to have a game that is designed well and with intention behind it and make that into a casual experience than the other way around you know like that that's yep. that's a game that's like way more adaptable um if everything is thought out well um so it's like i mean it's, i feel like fall guys is a really easy example of mm -hmm. that too where it's like there you can you can be super sweaty in that game right um but also you could you can just have a good time win the first round and then die in the second round every time or whatever exactly. you know and like it's it's not that hard to win run around and just have some kind of reward and have it mm -hmm. feel fun. But because um, because yeah, also it's just like no matter how casual you are, everybody wants to win. You know, yeah. Like it, it mm -hmm. you can have like a lax, uh, you know, like approach to it where it's like I'm, it's not the end of the world if I don't win. But when you do win, yeah, you're exactly. happy about it. You know, like yeah. Um, so I think that that that's also another part of it where. People just gotta be better at, at looking at the other side of the aisle <laughs> across the board. And I think I think that's another reason why Smash is such a good example for games like this, right? Because it is a you game would. that No, seriously, because it is a game I'm kidding. No, no, that no. lets I you agree. play it however you want to. Like you know, like mm. there's that whole meme that's like these people only play with X amount of like percentage of the game, blah blah blah. I want to play it the way it was intended. Mm -hmm. It was intended to play it however you want. That's why they allow you to pick those options. Like if you look at yeah, a game right. like Smash and then you look at Splatoon, like that shows you, like yeah, mm -hmm. it was intended to allow that. Because when uh, people mm -hmm. were mad at develop, and still are mad at developers about like how they approach stages when you're playing the game where it's like oh every two hours or whatever it's x mode on x stages or whatever right and people are like how come i can't just pick whatever stage the developers were like oh you know it's like a like a five star restaurant like where they like pick your courses for you and stuff like that right like that is when you know like oh this was how the game was intended and that's how we want you to play it or whatever mm -hmm. right um right when there is this level of variance and you're able to have the experience that you want, I think that that is a W for everybody is all I'm saying. Like that yep. smash is only the example I give because I genuinely don't know another example that does this that well. Um, 
I mean, and also because it's for sure the thing that Nintendo themselves is trying to replicate mm-hmm. with all of these kinds yeah. of games. As far as at least the like DLC, I mean, not even trying to replicate it. In they some they ways want because, Splatoon like, to they be... don't have the confidence. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. want Splatoon to be Smash Brothers so bad. They wanted to mm-hmm. to have the scene that Smash has so bad. Mm-hmm. Like it is the one game, like their one esport that they tried to make an esport. And like, I mean, yeah. there's some success there. Like people play this game, but it's nowhere <laughs> near Smash. Like the, the, like Smash is liable to have 3000 entrants, 3000 in-person entrants. There's mm-hmm. no other game that does that. <laughs> you know, like even like yeah. the biggest esports of big esports are usually known as that because they're like the prize pools are really big. Like Call of Duty, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not getting 3,000 people right. in one location, like not playing online, like all flying to one place, staying there for three days, <laughs> paying a hundred plus dollars just to enter and then hundreds of dollars on playing i mean like flights and hotels and mm-hmm. stuff like that just to play this video game no other game does that and yeah. like i i think that like they they're they try in vain to uh to do that with with their other games i think that they need to let smash be smash and then learn from it after that you know mm-hmm. i feel like honestly one thing that could make splatoon be that a lot mm-hmm. quicker is um i'm curious if you're gonna guess what i'm saying do you have any idea what uh, i'm gonna say no. i don't local multiplayer oh yeah mm-hmm. that's what i think um just because i think it's uh, you know buying a game is a pretty large entry piece into it and it's some one of those things where it's like again i might love splatoon but i just haven't really taken the time to play it yet and so i just i don't know but I think splatoon a does mine, have local multiplayer it has local I multi don't. it doesn't have local multiplayer on right. the same console Exactly, and that's that, what I, mean. I, I so think. Like, that's less because it's Splatoon, and more because it's like it's a shooter. Like that's commonplace for shooters. Yes, yeah. because um, like I mean that's true. If I'm playing, especially like, I feel like- a shooter like Splatoon, where it's so heavily based on like motion, like mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. play Splatoon split screen. Like I want my own screen for that. <laughs> um, I mean, I can I can see that, but at least even having a like some kind of mode that includes it, I think mm-hmm. would do a pretty good job of introducing a much wider net in the same way that like I learned about that, like the longest time I only played smash at friend's house. Like mm-hmm. it was a very long time until I owned smash myself. But then at some point I was like, man, I, I need to own smash too. And then I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like there's some of that, that like there's, yeah, there's just a lot of people that could be introduced to it more right. easily if there was, you know, local multiplayer sorry, on yeah. a single use in some way. Even if they take away certain features to do it, you know, mm-hmm. that's fine. I agree. Um, or like local I, co-op or something. I, th- I think player, that I, I think know. that would be good, but I just think they got to figure out a good way. Like like Justin said, Splatoon One did have that, but even Splatoon oh, nice. One felt that way, where it was like but you need your own screen. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, no, no. I don't even mean yeah. that. Like even Splatoon One <laughs> feels like you have to have your own screen. Yeah. Because one player is playing on the mm-hmm. gamepad with their own screen, and another person's playing yep. on the TV with like a, a pro controller nice. or, or oh, Wii, Wii U pro controller. Um, mm-hmm. Or the weird thing where it's like you're playing with the controller with the Wii remote attached to it, like that crap. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The Wii remote nunchuck. That's a yeah, like gotcha. wrapped around it. <laughs> like, um, 
But yeah, that's funny. Uh, I don't know. Do we have any th other thoughts? On I mean, there's there's also uh, I've been playing uh, multiverses a little bit. I'm trying not to play it yeah. too much because I'm supposed to be doing that thing with, with Bob and Wood <laughs> and, and Jackson. Uh -huh. But I do. I, I had to play it so that I could unlock Bugs Bunny because they which, ah, which is stupid. Yeah. I don't know if it's a beta thing. I hope it's just a beta thing. But like you don't get to pick the character that you start with. Like, oh, you, you start the game. You do the tutorial, it unlock like the, the first character that they give you a shaggy. And then after you beat the tutorial, you get Wonder Woman. And I'm like, and I think you also have, uh, it's Taz and then maybe one other character. And I, I literally mm -hmm. like from, from jump, I was like, yo, I'm either a Bugs Bunny or a Tom and Jerry main. I saw Tom and Jerry. They're like ice climbers. I'm like, nah, I'm out. Like that's cringe. <laughs> uh, but Bugs Bunny though, Bugs Bunny's more on my alley. I'm down for Bugs Bunny. Um, it's free to play, right? And it's yes. Is it on Switch? No, the, the it's on everything not, but Switch. PC. No, literally everything mm -hmm. is. It's on everything but Switch, um, oh. which oh. I think is a good call because if I'm somebody that just has a Switch, and like I'm trying to play a platform fighter, I'm not picking multiverses. You know, like, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I think multiverses has a chance to succeed on platform with people that don't have a switch you know because like i think Makes that sense. this game is better than nick all-star brawl but i think it's closer mm -hmm. to being nick all-star brawl significantly closer to being nick all-star mm -hmm. brawl than it is smash brothers um like it right. has like we talked about before like it has enough of the care where it's like oh characters have dialogue options and they even have like dialogue options that are specific to them and like even beyond smash like they have of like a, a a level up system where it's like you play the game and your character gets better because you get new moves and new options for perks and uh custom mm -hmm. you know like uh um like cosmetics and and like all this stuff right but the core yeah. game just feels mashy and like very mm. un like and, and that that's another part of it that like um like has me feel even more so that it's like like with with the thing about smash with like how well it's designed makes it be like feel better for everybody um because like mm -hmm. multiverses despite being somebody that understands platform fighters i get what i need to do to win <laughs> you know it still mm -hmm. feels like a lot of the time i'm just flailing my arms around and hoping that something connects you know and it's not because yeah. i don't know what to do and what connects into what but because the game controls kind of bad you know mm -hmm. like there's That's just what yeah. from what i feel and maybe this is a beta thing i don't know um but there's like a lot of times where like buzz bunny um i like was trying to figure out like how he works and like just base level combos and stuff like that he has a combo where he like swings a mallet and that leads into him jumping up in the air and swinging a bat i know that mm -hmm. i know the inputs for that but so many times when i try to do that combo i swing the mallet like three times because it didn't register that i pressed the jump button mm -hmm. um and mm -hmm. this is a game that people you know like the whole thing is like yeah it's rollback so that means that the online is objectively great and it doesn't matter if my internet sucks it'll feel great um i, I mm -hmm. think a lot of that is because people have bad internet and rollback is trying to be like oh you probably want to mash here you know most people mash so like we didn't get that whole input mm -hmm. that you did. We're just going to assume that you wanted to swing the hammer again. Oof, um, yeah, it's, it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. And I, I like sent Bob yeah. this clip 
uh it's like it was like two iron giants iron giant has this ability or whatever where people can go inside of iron giant and it was two iron giants versus a different team they're irrelevant but the one iron giant went inside the other iron giant and that was a clip and bob was like this game this game doesn't look good and i was like yeah this is like it has like bra hollow vibes <laughs> you know like oh no yeah and that's not great no remember that was it called brawl the no what was the game that came out uh like right before smash ultimate which game? one fighting game with brawlhalla like rivals yeah, of exactly. aether uh it wasn't either of those um smash like with it had hyperlight drifter in it hyperlight was that not brawlhalla brawl out oh yeah okay yeah, 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 yeah. i remember that one man they i always feel bad for these games that like are spiritual successors to things that would kind of succeed until the actual thing like that brawl out for example mm -hmm. it came out in 2018 in the summer but it came out like you know and was announced around the time that smash was announced or maybe yeah. it was announced before it but by the time it came out smash had been announced so it's kind of like was, yeah it was definitely it was announced be wait before six it. months yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah and that's the, the thing is like the um people will be quick to assume that like i feel that way because i like smash but there's nothing mm -hmm. more that I want than for a game to come out and be better than Smash mm -hmm. because that will force Nintendo to improve Smash even more. You know, like, yeah. turns out yeah. that when corporations have competition, they're forced to be better at what they do, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I want. You know, like, not only would I be down to play a a, a Fight, like a, a platform fighter that is better than smash because that's a w i like platform fighters i don't just like smash because yeah. of smash at this point i just like the the formula um but like also i would like the game that i currently like to be better <laughs> and be given a reason mm -hmm. to be better um so I, every time these games come out i always try them and want them to be good because i want them to be better but they never are man yeah. it's rough yeah man i feel that Justin said, will you know, it though? Yeah, 100%. Because look at Pokemon after Yokai Watch. Like the second that they had competition, they're like, all right, okay, we got to try to actually improve now. <laughs> and also, I mean, there's, it seems like there's certain divisions probably that mm. want to work harder at that kind of, like Sakurai, him, yeah. you know, as the person creating it or whatever, assuming he creates the next one as well, I think would take the ideas from other things and think about them in certain ways you know whatever whereas like maybe some other franchises wouldn't you know um but i feel like smash probably of all of them yeah yeah but even if a uh, new smash doesn't come out you know like golden golden sun's about to we it's, know that it's true for a hundred percent definitely undeniable fact that's a fact one very i mean like given given <laughs> the general track record uh, the, the, yeah. it happens a lot where we and it's to our detriment really honestly whenever we make a, a video about like yo you know it'd be sick this game mm -hmm. only game so far that i don't think that that's happening anytime soon is star fox unfortunately but a lot of times it happens yeah. a lot when we make video where it's like oh this would be dope and then mm -hmm. they announce it so maybe you made two uh, yeah so it's true i mean so it's it's a bit of a non story for the most part um but i mean it is one of those things where like it could be something um but it's long story short camelot who 
speaking of, I could have transitioned with that. Speaking of Mario sports games, whatever. Ooh, uh, they developed yeah. Mario Golf, like all the Mario Golfs basically and all the Mario Tennises. Um, and also they developed Golden Sun. And we all know this now because I've talked about it so many times. It's true. Uh, but yeah, long story short, their website has, uh, has a Golden Sun render on it. And that is exciting because maybe it means something. Or maybe they're just being trolls. But like, I don't know. I'm... If I were a business, I wouldn't do something like this without reason, you know, yeah. I guess. Um, or at least if if people start acknowledging it, I would be like, oh, just sorry. Yeah, just thought like, it was nice. Disregard it, it, it or maybe they change it again or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, you know, I don't. It's kind of like the, you know, uh, retro doing that Metroid Prime new banner thing mm-hmm. at some point um, six months ago or something like similarly it's like you know people are going to speculate about it and if you don't like you're not very smart <laughs> so, yeah um yeah i mean to me to, i i wouldn't be surprised if this means something um eventually down the road but who knows it's it's just fun that it happened in any case and isaac has never looked more hd i, I would say better but i really like the um i really like the art that whoever that did it that was in our thumbnail mm-hmm. uh, that looked good it also looked very much like they just copied deku from my year <laughs> academia yeah, and just like, yeah. like put isaac over top of him but yep. like the pose the like nose shape and stuff i was like oh yeah that's just deku for sure but yeah. that's a fact so fun stuff um i don't know anything about golden sun i except for what i do like from the video obviously but yeah. like <laughs> If it happens, I'm happy for you and Alec, and yeah. probably Kevin Kenson. Right. I'd assume he likes. <laughs> I assume he likes Golden. And Justin, I assume. Justin, Justin too. If you're wrong. If yeah. if Justin likes it. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. That's that's the whole of that news story. It's very short. Um, some other little bits. Also, this one. I mean, this is barely. This is even less of a thing by a decent chunk, but some rumor person is putting some stuff about f-zero even even for a rumor person feels very vague so i'm not going to give it any credibility uh but yeah there's that it's out there is it like a rumor person that uh is noteworthy so it's and i don't mean like in the sense that it's like they guessed this thing right right. you know because like we're rumor people if that's you know if that's the case (laughs) it's a rumor person that has been is recent but surprisingly accurate on multiple mm. occasions since their since their inception this year mm. um so yeah i'm not gonna give it a whole lot yeah, but it's like yeah, specifically right. predicting the for um, me to give people weight like that it had to, they had to couple be things. a freaking like an emily rogers somebody that's been in this game right, exactly, for years yeah. <laughs> you know like veteran and it's it's definitely not that yeah. unless they just create a new profile or whatever but i mean on the plus side at least it's 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 somewhere more in the middle compared to from the like Emily Rogers to Samus Hunter kind of thing. It's there seem to be somewhere more in the middle of that. But even then, the the rumor is vague enough itself that um, I'm just mentioning it because it's there. But real news as of like five minutes before we started recording, mm-hmm. um, there's new games on NES and SNES. So look at that. True. Fighters History. Never heard of that. Kirby's Avalanche. I've heard of Kirby uh, and Diva Story Six Imperial of Nersarchia. 
almost I don't forgot. Know what that is. Almost forgot this a is a video podcast, and I could show it. I'm going to show it. <laughs> you should do that. Uh, I'm going to do it. I did it. Here it is. Here's mm-hmm. fighter history. Fighter's history. I've never seen this game in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like we have Street Fighter at home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't like it. Kirby's Avalanche. I've never heard of this game, which is crazy because it's a Kirby game. Looks like Puyo, kind of. Maybe. Uh, I just see dialogue. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Looks like freaking uh, Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then here's the NES game. I don't know how to say that. Hey, it has a password input. That's the NES thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep. Uh, all right, those are the games. I'm not going to play them. Are you going to play them? Nope. All right. No. Well, there it is. I might try Kirby's Avalanche once, but probably won't even do that. So that's fine. Uh, but you know what? There are games that we are actually playing, and some of those even are on NSO. For example, two that I played this week. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about some games. You know? Okay. Pokemon Puzzle League. Mm-hmm. Played that a good bit. Um, I mean, a good bit's an exaggeration a little bit, but I, I played it some. I beat the, I beat easy on the first try. No continues. It went great. Nice. I beat normal with like 13 continues. Oh my <laughs> God. Because <laughs> I'm not great at it. Um, but it's... I, I don't know how to do the combos very well. Like I can get... Um, so it's it's tricky too. Having played like Candy Crush or whatever in the past, the difference between Tetris Effect style, uh, panel upon style things, right? I think it's like panel upon, and um, versus like Candy Crush things is that you are it's still like match three, match four, match five, whatever. Um, but you you can only like your two that you're swapping can only be left and right from each other, not up and down from each other. Mm. So my eyes keep gravitating towards combos that are like, you know, that I would have to switch it and do up and down instead of left and right, but that doesn't work. So I'm learning, mm. um, but yeah, it's fun. I'm having a good time with it. I'll, I never played that game. Probably I, I saw cutscenes here and there. I, I feel like I saw that game as a youth and blockbuster on the TV mm-hmm. um, and there it had yep. crunchy audio of, of like the anime. It was like <laughs> Ash sound like he was like talking from a AM radio or something. Um, Checks out. That's all I know about that game. And it's probably <laughs> all I ever will know about that game because I have no intent to play that it. Works. Um, yeah. So what's the other NSO game? <laughs> Ocarina of Time? I lied. There's three. Because uh, Ocarina of Time is one uh-huh, of them. Uh-huh. I am, um, I'm in the Fire Temple now. So nice. There's that. But yeah, I haven't played a haven't played a ton of that since last week. Just beat the Forest Temple, wandered around a little bit, got to the Fire Temple. Here we are. Um, so did that. But the other one, for no good reason at all, I decided that I would just see what Star Tropics was all about. I forgot that was even on NSO. Yep. And it is. And uh, that's one of those where I would like to say, like, man, it would be fun to see Star Tropics come back and them do, you know, like, modernize it and blah, blah, blah. What but even like, is Star Tropics? Like, there is 
very much nothing to write home about. Like what? Like who? Oh, no. with, who's it's... a character from Star Tropics? Could could not tell. Main kid. <laughs> that's the character from it. And then, um, yeah, Mister Star Tropics, Mister Trop. <laughs> you, you got it, guys. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's it's you know like uh, I guess kind of in in a Zelda style, sort of. Um, not quite. It okay. So like some of the game, there's yeah overworld kind of stuff where you're going around. Uh, it's kind of like cross between Zelda one and Zelda two is maybe a little bit better way of putting it where you like go around on the overworld and there's no random encounters or anything on the overworld, but like you walk into, you know, NES versions of houses and stuff Mm -hmm. and which means some squares on screen and you talk to a person and they say the one thing over and over and that's (laughs) fun. Um, and then there's janky ways of having to get in and out of some places. Long story short, that's that. You're trying to like figure out the next place to go, like little kind of puzzly, but mostly just obtuse. And then there's some dungeons, and the dungeons are kind of like Zelda one dungeons ish, mm. um, in that they're but they don't have puzzles basically at all. Like there's a couple bits where it's like it's just there's a, like some... a, a boss rush. <laughs> It, like not even boss just like yeah enemy rush and then yeah i mean like it's you're in a room kill all the enemies in this room move to the next and then the door opens move oh to the next so it's like an uncharted game room. got There's... you makes sense Fair <laughs> enough. yeah um and then like man i the second boss in the game i just use the rewind feature a whole bunch because i'm not about to you know mm-hmm. die and have to retry things i actually beating that boss would take so long if like doing it correctly. So it's like an octopus kind of thing and like shoots rocks at you. And then it very briefly swims up to there's, you have five, um, like, you know, podiums in the water or whatever that you like can jump from one to the other. And so it just goes like (laughs) shooting things wherever you are. And you just kind of have to jump around, jump around, jump around. And then eventually decides you can jump. Kind of. Well, really, it's just jumping between those is podiums. It, and is it, it Zelda jump? Is that kind of jump? It's it's like Zelda jump. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's mm. just that you can jump from like a space, and then there's a gap, mm. and or a you know platform gap platform, so you can jump between those. Yep. And but seriously, I had to hit this guy like probably twenty times, and I'm you know which the opportunities that he gave me were so slim that like to get any of them, not any of them, but most of them I had to rewind to just know where he was coming. And then, so it long story short, it was just like, man, this is janky. And it's an, again, it's an NES game. So like, whereas now with the hindsight of Zelda as a franchise, I can impart like more tale of Zelda lore and stuff over top of Zelda one. Yeah. Um, you know, you really have to use your imagination even in that game, which is like pretty well done for an NES game to have like lore and like interesting enemies and stuff like that. And this is much less so that case. And we don't have anything to retroactively imagine what's going on in the world. So it's just kind of a boring Is there world. even... So... I, is there lore? I feel like the original Zelda is like, oh man, it's like, yo, uh, it's scary out there, dude. Here, take this sword 
take this weapon, small child. Uh, kill things, yep. and then you find things I mean, to there's kill, and then you kill them. Stuff, but it's and then it's and then you get bad, three yeah. triangles, and then the game's over. You get nine triangles in Zelda One. Oh it's, yeah, true. It, but I mean, like the, the three triangles at the end of the game, where he's holding up in the it, air, yeah. and he's like, "I have the triangles." Da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. We love triangles, honestly. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's the shapes uh, of power. Yeah. So all that and, said, like, start courage and power and is courage and wisdom. <laughs> is it wisdom? I yeah. thought was. Did you already say power? I don't uh-huh. remember it though. Yeah. Yeah. That those Together, are the ones. We... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Triangles. So yeah. All that said, Star Tropics. I'm glad that I have a better picture of it now because the way I understood it was that it was more interesting. Than Mega Man said, I'm more um, of a square person. That's crazy because squares are just two mm-hmm. triangles put together. <gasps> you ever think about wow. that? You ever think about that? So deep. Maybe even four. Yeah, Illuminati. Could also, be four if they wanted it. <laughs> That's how versatile mm-hmm. triangles are, man. You can make almost anything out of a triangle because there's so many different kinds. Yeah, and they did. The N64. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, then again, I think the game was terrible, but... Still, everything, yeah, right. Like, if yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy that everything's made out of triangles, yeah, the, the, even in the real world. Yo, that's what I was about to say. The Illuminati, <laughs> the freaking <laughs> Mark put Illuminati gift, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just realized See, I, if could, you, I could put that on the screen, um, but I didn't think to do it. I'll do it next time, I'll do it next time, sure, yeah. So yeah, those are those are those ones. Um, I played some other stuff, but I'll I'll give you give you a turn to say some words. Okay. Um. So there's like really two like two layers to 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 my game that I played games that I play. I mean, I mm-hmm. played so to begin in a week for stream. I played Smash. I played World of Light, Nuzlocke sort of situation. Mm-hmm. I got interesting. Take a whole another approach to that because. <laughs> it didn't go great um so mm. there's it's called a light lock you play world of light and then it's like okay. you can use every character until they die once i mean once they die you can't use them no more it's it's like a regular nose lock as in when you when you say die do you mean lose like one stock? literally they die like you only get one stock so once they die oh, you're, okay. you're out okay, of here okay. Um, or like just mm-hmm. if you lose, cause like sometimes you lose a challenge and you don't technically die, but you lost that character. Um, right. Yeah. Like there's a time limit or something. Yeah, exactly. Lines. Um, so generally I do. All right. You know, I know how to play super smash brothers ultimate, uh, but there's this freaking world of light. So like they have stuff like stamina battles and stuff like that. And that's like, it's cringe. And like you got to mm-hmm. use certain spirits to like try to circumvent that mm-hmm. and give yourself more stamina or like take away the the cringe. But like you know, it's like it's a whole freaking thing. Um, so I got I gotta be less reckless and play the game like I don't know mm-hmm. how to play the game rather than mm-hmm. like play the game with the hubris that I am known for in Nuzlocke. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll we'll see how that. Speaking goes. of which, mm-hmm. do we how? I can't. I know you had to read the last time Pokemon Nuzlocke. Did I not talk about I that? I think if we if I didn't talk, I, I beat it, man. I, I did it. I did the thing. Oh, I thought nice. I did talk about this because didn't I talk about Bob Wolf? I think last time was yes, but I think 
it, you had just gotten Bob Wolf. I think you had to rebuild. Was the last? I don't that's think the last the thing last, I remember. Because I don't know, man. I got Bob. Maybe Wolf. you did, and I'm just blanking. I got Bob Wolf, and he's yeah. the only one that died. Um, but he was an yes. integral part because he set up the stealth rock, and that made it easier for for freaking. Okay, I definitely, I that. definitely told you this because I was yeah, talking yeah. about Bev Cannon. Maybe I just forgot noise. that that was the the yep. last game. Yep. I for some reason I thought that was uh, not the last fight. So yeah, okay, no, the last one was because oh, freaking Eternatus was the one that cleared out my team. And that's why mm. I had to rebuild because yeah, Eternatus yeah. was being a little b word. Um, so yep. I had to go and Bossy. build my team back. Yeah, brazen. <laughs> yep, that one. Uh, so I had to go through I've and never then... once used the word. <laughs> and, Carry and, on. But... And I had to rebuild and I rebuilt, and Bob Wolf died. Um, but mm-hmm. everybody else lived and that was cool. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, I, I did that. Um, other than that, I played Stray, the cat game. I freaking, I got, I, I went in the attic and I got my PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Um, because for, for those of y'all that don't know, my PlayStation 5 has been in the attic since I've moved here. Um, because I have no <laughs> reason to play it. Um, because I have Xbox Series X and that's way easier to have on my desk and it plays all the games that, I, mm-hmm. that are out that matter um because neither one of them are getting exclusives right now that matter until now stray mm-hmm. is an exclusive on the playstation 5 and mm-hmm. it's on pc but you know, i don't have pc i'm not a nurse um you know what i mean true um <laughs> mm-hmm. um so i freaking got my playstation 5 and you know brief annoyance because i forgot that the the hdmi cable that came with my playstation 5 doesn't work with my playstation 5 so when i came downstairs and i hooked it up and like wasn't working and i reminded myself i was like oh yeah sony is a terrible company so i had to take my xbox's hdmi and plug it into my playstation to get my playstation to work um so i did that garbage and yeah it's very stupid um and i played stray stray you know this is a game that is heavily carried by bias for 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 animals because i would hate this game if it was not cute cat um but Uh it is cute cat so it's fine you know like it's it's a zelda (laughs) game it's like you literally have a navi (laughs) like Mm -hmm. uh i don't know where i'm going 90 percent of the time but like Along the way, when I don't know where I'm going, I could like freaking scratch up a rug, or like knock over cans, or freaking yeah, you know, like somehow order a beverage from a vending machine. I don't know how a cat knows how to do that, but I can meow incessantly. Specifically, when it comes to vending machines. It's true. I'm kind of mad that there's a meow button, but there's not a hiss button. I think that was a missed opportunity. I think Mm. that they should put a hiss button in the video. DLC. Yeah. Yeah yeah that's the upcoming fifth um oh is it a game that you think you're gonna keep playing it's five hours apparently so i'll I'll probably play it i'll probably finish it on stream but again it's it's apparently gets better like past where i'm at like the game gets more fun um or more interesting uh so like Mm -hmm. hopefully i get to that part but i'm still at a point where i'm like i don't know where the game wants me to go um and i like along the way Mm -hmm. I feel like I would like if it wasn't cat game. If ironically, if it wasn't 
the thing that is keeping me playing it it will be easier to make progress faster because i wouldn't get distracted by doing a random <laughs> dumb cat thing like i freaking found a bag and uh -huh. put the bag on my head and like you your controls get all messed up because you can't see man so it's like freaking up and down and left and right and it doesn't even stay that way because i was like i'm going to play the whole game with this bag on my head and it, like the controls yeah. are like they felt i didn't have the bag on my head for long enough to to completely like figure it out but it felt like they just kept switching at random rather than it being like up is always right you know like it was just like i pressed up one time and it made me go backwards and i pushed it again and it made me go right so i'm like what the heck like what's going on and then the, the, the bag came off my head and i was very upset because i was like yo i want to play uh -huh. the whole game like that <laughs> um, it reminds me of i think in um in earthbounds there's you can get like a poison mushroom or whatever. Oh, it's it's an item in Smash, I think, right? And um, it's or maybe it's not a poison mushroom. Oh, and some kind of mushroom on your control. head. No, I specifically <laughs> got a bag on my head. That's why the controls were like that because the cat mm. couldn't see. Um, but it, it's yeah. just a it's just a normal game. Uh, well, it's a it's a Zelda game mm -hmm. because like I I mentioned this with the or I I like I was like eh, when you're talking about Star Tropics because Stray has that where it doesn't have a jump button but sometimes you, well you got to jump and then you walk up and then it's like press X to jump or whatever mm -hmm. um, and I hate that because yep. like it's so it's so it's so dumb because like if you had to like so if there's and like if there's options between where you can jump. Like say there's like a, a, a mm -hmm. low area that I can jump to, but then there's an area on top of that. To be able to jump mm -hmm. to the high area, you have to like very specifically be in the line of sight of that or you can't jump there. And it's so annoying. Yep. Um, there, there's just like a lot of stuff like that, but it's cat. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's cool. <laughs> yep. No, that those kinds of things in games are always really annoying when like and I know that was a thing in Elden Ring where like for the first time ever you could jump in a Souls game, but it's like there are times where you can kind of jump in old ones, but now you just like have a jump button, kind of mm -hmm. like in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, but it's like it it feels weird all of a sudden to be able to do it because you're so used to just the limiting factor of like not being able to. But like anytime, you know, the fact that Link can do a just a straight up backflip in Ocarina of Time or plenty of other zelda games but can't just jump for the sake of it is very silly yeah um, super dumb <laughs> and that's why i'm glad about it in breath of the wild um sure. i did oh okay so here's just rapid fire of some games um played like 10 minutes of breath of the wild because mm. i wanted to show ashley what a korok was and so i opened up her save file that she started and I was like, and this is a Korok. Aren't they so cute? And now I'm going to go do this thing and go do this. And Wait, this how come you couldn't use Google.com to, to show her a Korok? Because it's so much more fun to go and play it myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew she was like, I knew she was still in the opening area and stuff, in, on the Great Plateau. Mm. So I um, found the the first one where everybody found in that first 10 minute demo at E3 in 2016 or whatever. Yep. Um, so yeah. That was fun. Briefly, that uh, we played Mario Kart the other day, uh, which was very, very fun. With it's all true. You guys. It's true. We did. We and did. Uh, I, there's one other thing that I know I'm going to get to, but I'm, I felt like there was something else. Uh, Golden Sun, you still playing that? The dark, the. A little bit. What did yep. you call it before? <laughs> dark Dawn. Yep. Is that all you it's called it? Next, I thought it's... you called it like some kind of shorthand that I was like, what? <laughs> 
I think I just called it Dark Dawn. I didn't call it Golden Scepter Dark Dawn, and then it was confusing. I thought um, you said but, like I thought you said like Dawn or something like that. I forgot what you said. Maybe I did. Because I feel like I if you just said it. Dark Dawn, I would have understood that. <laughs> but I I just distinctly remember not knowing what you were talking about. <laughs> um, um, it's my DS is or the DS is on my bedside table, and more often than not, this week once I've gotten up to bed, I've hit the hay so Mm -hmm. that's it i haven't made much progress in that game um but the one i did play is i played the first like three hours or so of bayonetta because Mm. i was just like oh let's see what this game's all about um so yeah i downloaded off your profile and on i don't know some like saturday or something maybe last Mm -hmm. week Mm -hmm. and just played like the maybe not the first three hours but like first maybe like two and a half hours or two hours something like that but like I think I'm on chapter three mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many chapters there are, but it feels like a 10 chapter kind of situation. Probably. I want to um, say there's like 13, but, <laughs> but okay. That might just be a random number I'm pulling out of my head, but I think it's somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, uh, but yeah, played some of that. Uh, here's some thoughts. Number one, it's definitely like the, partial nudity thing or whatever is just not as big of a deal as, yeah, it's not yeah. as it, like the, the the conversation makes it out to be mm-hmm. um like yeah so that's just a f- funny thing that i noticed i mean the only, way, though, the only time that i think it would matter is if you're seven you know like if you're a child that shouldn't be playing <laughs> yeah, the game yeah, yeah. but you want to convince your parent to let you play yeah exactly <laughs> um but you want which like and the grand scheme of things means nothing because like Right. I think the first time I ever played Grand Theft Auto I was like seven, <laughs> you know, like freaking mm-hmm. that only matters at GameStop. People still buy their kids games that are that they should not be playing. I mean, all things considered, I think, you know, probably you end up seeing more skin in maybe a Marvel movie or two here. Yeah. Or there, you know, like maybe not in terms of frequency, but at least as much there's just straight just up like, like commercials content, t- regular tv shows and stuff like that that you know yeah. are often worse yeah so it's just it's just funny that it gets talked about but um nevertheless uh yeah gameplay wise though it's it's fun to play like just mm-hmm. a fun hack and slash and stuff and the combos are neat and like i don't feel like i'm good enough at the combos oftentimes to like um consistently do the one thing that i'm trying to do but it's pretty button mashy so it doesn't really matter and like more often than not it's like yeah that's kind of roughly what i was trying to do you know it's like one of the three options of things i was going for um but i'm not like memorizing combos or anything like that it's um otherwise game is just super over the top Mm -hmm. and like the the hideki kamiya silliness is very much intact and like the um not that I even know that much of his stuff. Like, I think the only other game of his that I've played is Okami. I'm pretty sure it was Hideki Kamiya. Wasn't Beautiful and Joe that too? Did you ever play Beautiful Joe? I think Joe? so. I just never played that one. Wow. I have it technically. I think Joe. I have one and two. Joe is sick, really? dude. Freaking game is okay. dope. Nice. No, yeah. I mean, I yeah, like I said, I've that's one of my GameCube games that I bought for my friends and is just sitting in my You should play center, it. It's so. cool. I like that game a lot. <laughs> a good uh-huh. game but um yeah so all things considered bayonetta it's it's a fun time i've heard bayonetta 2 is better than bayonetta 1 yeah i would say um, that and yeah i could see that there's definitely areas where i could 
see it be improved for sure Mm -hmm. but it feels like it's differing on what it's trying to do pretty consistently across the board Mm -hmm. um and that's you know that's all you can really ask for in a game so the bayonetta one's not bad it's a good job bayonetta 2 is just better (laughs) no yeah yeah it's yeah, it's, it seems good. And I like that there's, at the beginning, it made it seem like there wasn't going to be, you know, like walking around exploration kind of things. Mm-hmm. Just like the prologue situation. I mean, it's it's a tutorial at the beginning. So mm-hmm. like um, but the way it was doing story and stuff, it felt like it was going to go like almost more like a fighting game style narrative where... You know, it was going to be cutscene, yeah. fights and people, cutscene, fights and people. And that's not the case. And there's like a little bit of exploration. Or I mean, there's, you know, a decent amount of exploration and like some puzzles kind of and stuff like yeah. that. And I mean, I'm it's, a, it's an action kind of game. So, yeah. So, it makes sense. Done well. Yep. And I think, I think that's it for games I'm playing. Um, also, playing Smash. I freaking went to the local last week. And mm-hmm. I'm mad at me. Uh, because mm-hmm. I could did so much better. I freaking lost to dude my my winner side. So I went two two, which is like fine, you know. Like does that mean you won against I two won people two, and lost against two? Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, because gotcha. there smash tournaments are double elimination. So like, there's winner side and then okay. loser side. Um, I won. I lost my first winners round, which was annoying. But I played again. Mm. I played against the person that won the freaking tournament, uh, and I almost, I almost brought it back. <laughs> so mad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had. I learned. I learned uh, multiple lessons, which which is a lot of what this event is for. Like, I don't yeah. really care that much about because, like, I eventually just want to be able to like go to like actual like smash majors and do fine like i I don't really care about winning those i just want to like have a reason Mm -hmm. to go and like do all right you know um so that's most Mm -hmm. of why i'm going to locals is like to figure out what feels comfortable in that environment Mm because it's very different than playing it in my very controlled you know like room (laughs) yeah um so it's like i was Mm -hmm. like that was part of it where it was like so i did the um my first round of winners and my my whole thing the first thing I wanted to accomplish in that match was like, okay, off rip, I want to figure out what feels better between hearing the game or like just mm-hmm. do it. Like I bought these headphones and turning on the noise canceling and just blasting music and not hearing the game. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I tried that winner's round hearing the game. That didn't go great because it's like, I like mm. usually I'm listening and I hear the game, but I don't hear all this freaking background. Like it's in a, it's in a mall, you know, which I mean, the, yeah, the, right. the, the store in the mall is like, it's the, um, so the first location for this like game store or whatever was like in like a, like, like a GameStop in a mall size, like, um, mm-hmm. uh, like lot, right? Um, but it got so big that they like took like the Macy's size lot and put it in there. So like, uh-huh. it's a big venue, you know, like it, there's a lot of people yeah. in there and they are very loud. Um, so it, it turned out it was better to just listen to music and not hear the game. Cause like, I don't really need to hear the game so much as I just need the vibration. Cause then I know, oh, I got hit or I need to hit them or I need to parry here or blah, yeah. blah. Like the hearing the game mm-hmm. does help me, but it's not imperative so much mm. as like being able to hear myself think is and i couldn't hear myself think over people yelling at the top of their lungs 
um especially yeah. in like that sort of situation where people are like behind your shoulder cheering for their friend and stuff you know like it's like all right mm -hmm. yeah um so that was one thing that i learned but also something that i was talking to people uh like in chat where it's like i need to play min min more um because mm -hmm. i think min min is a much better bracket like counter pick yeah mm. but also i think min min's just a better bracket character than pokemon trainer is in the sense that like mm -hmm. it's harder to uh play pokemon trainer than it is yeah. min min <laughs> you know like there, there there's yeah. um I, I think that min min is hard in a different way like i think that min mm -hmm. min is like a, a character that is hard to play if you're used to playing just smash normally um, which is why I feel like I need mm -hmm. to play Min Min more so that I can play her um, and not have to think even more than I have to think with a character that in theory I need to think more to play, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, like, I just don't have Min Min warmed up, so I don't feel comfortable picking her in bracket, even though, mm -hmm. like, I'll be playing matchups that, like, in theory, like, a lot of people think that Pokemon Trainer loses, but I feel more comfortable playing Pokemon Trainer in every matchup, because I play Pokemon Trainer so much, that, like, even if it's a matchup that is, like, 90-10 in Min Min's favor, and it's, like, mm -hmm. freaking, like, 70-30 in the other character's favor for PT, I'd much rather go Min, I mean, I'd much rather go PT because I know what to do. <laughs> My hands know mm -hmm. what to do when I see the character on the screen. So, I want right. to, like, on top of the whole thing that I was already talking about, just, like, when I play the game and, uh, like, streams and stuff, um, be less nice <laughs> about it <laughs> and just, like, take every opportunity I can to, like, and people's stocks um but also yeah. just play min min more um so that my min min feels more fresh and i can use her in situations that i need to but that said i did okay in the bracket and that's most of why i feel the way that i do because it's like i knew right off the bat that i could have did better like it wasn't even mm -hmm. a thing that's like oh well if i get better at the game it's like no if i did this again today i would do better um because there's yeah, those right. two things that i knew where it was like i know now that like, i should like listen to music it. and then cut out the background noise and like i know now which takes a little bit more prep but not that much more prep mm -hmm. to make sure my min is warm so this week mm -hmm. uh i think i can go i'm pretty sure i can go i don't know there might be something i have to do tomorrow but we'll see mm -hmm. um what i want to do is actually start min min um because again mm -hmm. i think min min's just a, a a skill check just inherently like there's just a lot of people that don't even know how to fight min min um so mm -hmm. i'm just gonna mm -hmm. start with min min and like if i win with min min then just go all min min for until i don't and then go pt because like yeah pt like i usually keep them warm but on top of that i just have a better understanding of that character or what they want to do yeah um so i want to try that and that's that's going to be uh my next test um, and hopefully I do better than two, two. That'd be sick. Um, yeah. out of, and how many people, like how many, it's yeah, like, how big is the bracket? It's like 50 people somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. So you'd have to win like, 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 eight, like six, eight, seven matches or something eight, like that. Yeah. Well, it depends on where you go. It, it depends on when you go in the losers. Um, because like, or if you go in the losers, like if I just win the whole time and I don't go in the losers, I think I had to maybe win like six matches. Um, but if I go in the losers, 
Like if you go on losers round one, you got to play like 15 <laughs> matches, you know, like oh, um, wow, because yeah. everybody gets two chances. So like you're playing yeah, everybody right, right. that lost and then you get to a certain point in the bracket where it's like, okay, and then they have to lose again and, it, you know, like that sort of thing. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, it, a lot of it is dependent on like if you go into losers and, and you can win. You can win from losers, right? Yes. So, like... so the way that it works is like there's mm-hmm. there's pulls and then that's like narrowing it down the like top 16 or whatever, right? And then from top 16, mm-hmm. you go top eight, top four, so on and so forth. Um, the the person that wins the, the loser's bracket then mm-hmm. goes into... And the, the person that lo- wins the loser bracket is like the winner... I mean, the loser mm-hmm. of the uh, the winner's finals match. So, like, when you get to the end of mm-hmm. the winner's bracket, the person that loses that fights the person that won the winner's bracket. So, in theory, mm-hmm. if you won the, the uh, that, uh, say you won the winner's bracket or whatever, and then you, you beat the guy that lost mm-hmm. in, in uh, um, or you won the loser's bracket and you beat the guy that, that lost mm-hmm. in winner's um, and you're in grand mm-hmm. finals you fight the guy and this happens mm-hmm. either way like whoever wins out of the whole losers thing but that's just in theory if you lost early you could still mm-hmm. like win the whole thing you go to grand finals and then yeah. there's what's called a reset so like it's usually like most smash tournaments it's best of five so whoever wins three matches first mm-hmm. gotcha. um you have to win the reset which is basically putting mm-hmm. the the person that's in winners and grand, grand finals in losers so then you have to win that mm-hmm. set, and then the person that wins that wins the tournament. So it's a lot harder to win from losers. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> no, you, sure. you have less <laughs> chances. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so, like, I, like, I, it, like, it just, like, you would just inherently have better a better placement if you win. I mean, like, if you go to losers later, or not at all, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So, like... Um, when I did online tournaments, me and Mars both had the same amount of wins and losses. Um, like I think mm-hmm. we both went the last time when we both did it, I think we went four, two, both of us did, but he had a better placement mm-hmm. than me because he went to losers later. Um, mm-hmm. so like gotcha. that, yeah. that like determines like where you are in the bracket, um, or what your placement yeah. is at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, hopefully I do better. That's, that's a grand, t- like, I don't really care if I win, if I do win this height. Because like if I if I have that confidence boost of like okay I know I can win a bracket I'm farming people <laughs> after that <laughs> like that is just free money yeah. at that point but like I'm not really going to the locals to win I just want to learn um, so yeah we'll see mm-hmm. uh, is that we'll it for see. games that we're playing that is games that we're playing okay and now we're playing this the questions it's that, true uh, did you pull the question so from last week. Uh, there, somebody asked. Oh a, no, I totally forgot. Uh, I think it was Poofy Rain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me go get that one. Um, where will I find that? I'm just gonna look. Uh, well, here I'll start asking the first question. You can start answering it, and I'll look for the question. Um, Trevor asked, "Have you ever gone into a game expecting to hate it and then actually really enjoy it? If so, what game and what about it surprised you?" Uh. I mean, the closest that I've got to that, I would say, is, like, Three Houses. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, like, I don't really feel like... Like, I usually have a a pretty good gauge of, like, whether I'm going to like a game or not. 
and like mm-hmm. it's rare that i go into a game thinking that i'm gonna like it's rare that i go into a game that i think i'm gonna hate because like if i think i'm gonna hate it i'm probably gonna hate it <laughs> um but like there, there's definitely examples of like games that i'm like i don't think this is or th- these types of games aren't usually for me but something about it makes me want to try it um so like mm-hmm. that would be fire emblem where it was like i didn't think i was going to hate it um but i also wasn't i wasn't expecting to like it as much as i did um so yeah fire emblem will be the closest i get to that Mm -hmm. um i think it depends in some regards like the games have the most differential between expecting to not care about it versus like it or whatever like depends on how much i was expecting to not like it versus you know like it's more about the difference i guess than all that said um i didn't know if I was going to care one way or another about Divinity Original Sin 2. Mm-hmm. And then I played it and I really, really, really liked it. So that one was one that like the negative side of it wasn't too strong. It was more like, oh, maybe it's just not going to be for me. But mm-hmm. the positive side was like really high up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's some other games I feel like that I expected to like less than that and, you know, liked a decent amount, even mm-hmm. if I didn't like love them or whatever. Um I can't think of what those would be off the top of my head though. I had some that came to mind earlier, but I can't really think of, um, hang on. Let's just, I'm looking at the list of games that I have here. Animal Crossing. Honestly, that's probably, oh, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. probably one of the strongest contenders for me. I remember that yep. whole saga. I knew, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that one, like, I don't know that, again, like, it didn't hit the same highs comparatively, but I think mm-hmm. my expectations of it were lower, at least more like, yeah, you thought that you weren't going to like it. Like, you thought that it was going to be a game that I thought was I was going to fall you. off it pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was a nice old time. Yep. Um, yeah. Then there, there's some other games kind of along those similar kinds of lines, like um, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. I was really excited about the big picture kind of the yeah. breath of the wild side of it but like i was like i don't know gameplay wise i probably am not gonna care but i beat the game and i had a great time doing it so nice there you go and some other ones but uh but yeah there's a couple yeah um, three I got hours is free. I found nice it. yeah that's that was a good one i mean honestly similarly i liked three houses even more than i thought i was going to mm. like i was like pretty sure i was going to enjoy it but yeah. it was way higher up there than i was expecting yeah i feel like three houses is a you game though like it's definitely not a me game <laughs> mm-hmm. so like that that's, that's <laughs> yeah, oh, why totally. it's like the, the closest that i i could think of because like again like usually if i think i'm not gonna like a game probably don't like it and it's not even a thing of like not liking it and not wanting to like it and then coming in mm-hmm. and being mad and being like this sucks you know trying to prove myself right <laughs> sort of thing because i think a right. lot of people do that but it's just like mm-hmm. no i i just know myself so I, I know that mm-hmm. like, and I know enough about game marketing or just marketing period to be able to like, oh, okay, this was what this game is about. And does this align mm-hmm. with things that I usually like or don't like? And you know, like that, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah, no, so, yeah. I definitely, I mean, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's, whereas I, again, remember one of my friends who was excited about Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but just like had not watched very much of the material about mm-hmm. it and i was like are you sure you're excited about yeah it? He's like yeah man so excited and then played it and he was <laughs> like fell off within an hour or so which you know 
is even for any game honestly that's not very much but especially for for a xenoblade kind of game um i was like yeah no i could have told you that much i'm sorry i should have <laughs> jumped in mm-hmm. whereas but like for me if there's a game that i'm not sure about like that i'll look into it a decent amount with the exception of like again for division original sin i was interested in finding out about it but it was the fact that we got a review code that i just didn't even look into it anymore and mm-hmm. then i just played it off of that and then they hooked it. They hooked you know? it up. They sent us that game they two did. times. <laughs> they did, and I've got a blanket from them too. That's over. That's a fire. But I don't feel like getting it. So appreciate y'all. Um, all right. So Poofy Rain during the week asked, "Would you want Nintendo to bring back or keep going Nintendo Selects? And what game would you would you be in your first lineup? What game would be in your first lineup?" Um, I mean, yes. But more so for mm-hmm. other people, you know, because like even removed yep. from the whole thing of like just knowing that Nintendo games usually take a while to go on sale. Um, <laughs> I also know that like I like if I want to play a game, I'm going to play it when it comes out. And if I don't play it past then, I'm probably never going to play it. Um, so like it wouldn't have a lot of use for me because like the twenty dollar you know price point is not enough justification for me to dedicate x amount of hours to playing through this game mm-hmm. um and i don't really care about having the game you know what i mean like if i if i don't want to play it mm-hmm. i don't care about having it because i know a lot of people also just like owning things you know just mm-hmm. the knowledge right. that they have this game even if they never want to play it that's not me um so like me personally no i don't care but for other people you know like and mostly for like people that can't like um feasibly afford them otherwise you know Mm -hmm. um that's more so what i care about um yep so i I would be down but i don't need it go for it yeah that makes sense um I feel like the franchises where it would be particularly helpful sometimes is the ones that wouldn't get Nintendo selects too, because the ones that are going to get it for sure would be like, I mean, I don't know about for sure, but it seems like historically it's been ones that are great sellers. And Mm -hmm. so it's like now everybody can get it for real cheap, you know, breath of the wild, Mario Odyssey and that kind of stuff. And those games are not hurting for extra sales, you know, great. I would love for everybody to have access to playing them. That's great. Um, You know, honestly, I, the couple of friends that I loaned my own cartridge to, it's like, yeah, I, I want you to get to keep playing it if you want without having to borrow mine. <laughs> but I wonder um, what that would even do. You know, like if they, so in theory, say they're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is the most sales that we're going to get out of Breath of the Wild for the $60 price point. And they do the Sony thing and they're like, all right, this game's 10 bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that it would sell 30 million more copies, you know, like, or right. like, I think what would happen is it, they might get another like 10%. They might get another 3 million out of that. Yeah, maybe. Right. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? I think, I think, yeah, that, um, there are a couple cases I could see is that like, I could see myself buying it for somebody mm-hmm. now, or, you know, like somebody, buying us because like i had it digitally but i want it physically too or that kind of thing you know like you talked about we're like mm-hmm. having yeah owning it or whatever that kind of thing um and then of course there are some people who hadn't tried it and would want to buy it but like for the most part yeah especially those biggest games already i just i don't think it's 
like those are system sellers. Those are games that people are buying consoles. I mean, I guess less so buying it for it now, but like a cumulative system seller kind of thing for sure. So like, yeah, it's probably not going to move the needle as much in that regard. Where I do think it would be a lot more helpful is the ones that feel a little bit less likely, but like the Pikmin 3s of the world or something mm. like that, where somebody, you know, is kind of curious about it and the franchise hasn't seen like the most sales ever. Um, but for 20 bucks, you know, be like, oh yeah, sure. I'll play a first party game for 20 bucks. And then at that point, they're introduced to a series that they, you know, can learn to enjoy and all those kinds of things. But like, I just don't know that that's necessarily going to happen. And that's not for me. Like, I, right. I'll think about I also, and I also, pick one for me. But. Again, I, I, I also wonder if that's even feasible for them. You know, like if it's, I think, because like yeah. there, there's a drastic difference. Like people don't think about this. I mean, rightfully so, because mm-hmm. like the money's not their money. Um, but like. <laughs> is it even profitable for them at that point you know like right. n- nobody thinks about the fact that they to make the same amount of money they need to sell three times the amount of games you know like mm-hmm. is the 20 dollar price point enough to sell three times more i don't think that that's usually mm-hmm. true and i think yeah the question too is like so that and the benefit for doing it in some ways benefit with an asterisk um for doing it for franchises that it's like we're just trying to get this into more people's hands Mm. get people to enjoy it more and stuff like that in some ways it's like yeah that's helpful then more people are buying it because it's cheaper so like even if you get twice the number of sales you're making less money than you would on that one game but then in the future maybe more people would buy it however the mario sports situation from earlier where then people start seeing you know at least the people that bought pikmin 3 as a nintendo select game for 20 bucks mm-hmm. now view pikmin as a 20 dollar yeah, franchise exactly yep. kind of a thing and then it's like harder to sell future games mm-hmm. you know um i don't know if that's exactly the way but like i mean ubisoft games <laughs> you know uh, yeah, like, I because think i know they go on sale the, i think ubisoft <laughs> does the or tries to do the sony thing um where i think that Mm -hmm. sony strategy is generally like okay we're going to have these games and now it's going to be 70 bucks and we're going to keep it 70 Mm -hmm. bucks for like a year and then we're going to like gradually drop the price and maybe even put it in like playstation plus collections and stuff like that right Mm -hmm. um so like you have a lot of people that have uh like they the first hit is free sort of situation you know and then you come out with a game that in theory is drastically better than that and it's like all right pay full price Mm -hmm. for it now you know and then they just do that at infinitum Mm -hmm. but i don't know how successful that is because and we'll probably never know um because i can't see their books you know like i don't know how many of the 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 30 million spider-man playstation 4 copies mm-hmm. or whatever are 30 dollar purchases or 60 dollar purchases you know yep. so yeah for sure yeah it definitely hurts them in the long run in some ways um I mean, me, but okay. it doesn't. It doesn't because, like, we don't know. <laughs> like, if we knew, right? That's like, true. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if we knew the books behind it, then yeah, I think it would it would mm-hmm. look more hurtful. Um, because they're definitely like profitable, you know. Um, but I mean, I guess more hurts them in the long run in that people then have expectations that there's going to be price drops, and mm-hmm. so, then so they we'll they don't buy it. Yeah, like it, it hurts so them. Like, it hurts them in like a, a speculative way where it's like you could make more money if people yeah, didn't right. view your franchise as a $30 franchise yeah yeah right exactly 
Um, for me, in terms of answering the question of like what Nintendo selects, so yes, I do think it should come back, mm-hmm. and I think that would be great. Um, Nintendo select game that I would want: Paper Mario Origami King, mm-hmm. so that I can have a copy that I buy because I just oh have yeah, true, you just point, mine. and that's it. <laughs> and like, I'm not gonna pay sixty dollars to have that game. Yeah, have a game you that I've already beat. played, yeah. and I'm not gonna play a game. But like, if it was twenty bucks, I'd be like, yeah, sure, just like. To have it in the collection, mm-hmm. and I'd feel fine about that. Um, yeah, otherwise, like, for the most part, I feel the majority of games that I... Of Nintendo's games specifically, that I want, I've I've got. And then the other ones, even if they were 20 bucks, maybe I wouldn't get. You know, like, I'm just looking through the list of first-party releases now. And, like, WarioWare, get it together. Well, that was 40 bucks anyway, right? Or 50? I don't remember. However much it was, I wouldn't get that if it was... I think. Any price. <laughs> um and you know various other examples like that so um but yeah good question that is kind of funny though um where like Mm -hmm. everybody had the whole again the the speculative thing about one two switch right where they're like if if Mm -hmm. one two switch was a warrior game and it was cheaper then it would have sold x amount of million units Uh, one two switch sold better than mario where get it together and it's both of those things (laughs) so (laughs) Uh, yep. How many, um, how much did WarioWare get it together sell actually? Did he I think, it was, sure I think million, they said it was right? like, it's, it's definitely more than a million. 1.27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, went to so, switch sold like four times that. <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly with, and th- I mean, this is the thing that sucks a little bit is like, we're never probably going to get a new updated number on WarioWare because I don't know that it's ever going to sell 1 million. Yeah. It has to sell. Year. Exactly. Exactly. So like so like you know well, yeah like it could eventually get the freaking six million copies but we'll never know that <laughs> unless like it's yep. it, like death by a thousand cuts sells enough to be in the top 10 you know and then we'll know yeah um but that probably yeah. won't happen honestly <laughs> surprising at this point that nintendo doesn't expand the top 10 to be the top like 20 or whatever because like I guess if I were them, I'd feel like these are all impressive numbers, you know, all the way down to the top 20. Yeah, but I think it's a bigger flex to not even have yeah. to say, you know, <laughs> like, I think. Yeah, because exactly. at that point, you're and left to, th- at that point, you're left to wonder, you know, like how many get like their lowest selling game. Is that like what? 15 million or something? Their lowest selling game on the on the uh, on the list of games of best selling. Yeah, it's, it's like 14, 14 yeah. million, 14 million as of March, which will be more as of. Uh, yep and that's not yeah and that's like more than that's almost double what their best-selling wii u game is their best-selling ones you know so it's like right and And, i mean it's true honestly looking at their their number 20th game is legend of zelda Link's awakening at five and a half million which is like that's a, a lot but the 15 million it's it is more impressive to have the higher numbers you know it's Mm -hmm. something i remember thinking about in high school where like so my band had a pure volume page that we were very proud of and do you remember pure volume i have no idea what that is okay it was like in the myspace time for like Mm. myspace you know it had music and stuff pure volume was another website that you'd Mm. you know post music to and stuff like that it was just a bunch of indie bands or whatever um and <laughs> Mark said, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. So at some point we were like, per- did particularly well on pure volume and nice. um, it was great and fun. Um, 
particularly well for you know its audience and all that yeah, but yeah. i remember at some point in our bio being like saying something to the effect of like and this song has over you know 253,000 plays or whatever mm-hmm. and then i was like that implies that it's 253,000 and some change yeah yeah no matter what like you can't read that as anything different but if you say like it's over it's over 250,000 then it could be 275,000 you don't know yep. or like you know that kind of a thing where like the more you round down so similarly yeah showing just the best 10 helps out so yep it's true <laughs> uh all right questions moving along let asked uh, there's been a lot of small details given about Splatoon 3 at this point, but nothing huge for more casual fans of the series. What do you think Nintendo could reveal to convince people who already played Splatoon 2 that it's excuse me, that it's worth getting Splatoon 3? Uh I don't I mean, I don't think they have to do a whole lot. Um because I think that like on the whole, um, just bigger number makes people interested to buy another entry of a game that's going mm-hmm. to be successful. You know, because like no matter what, this game's gonna blow up in Japan. No matter what, it's mm-hmm. gonna sell a few million here, and that's enough for people mm-hmm. to be like, "Oh, this is an established game that has a player base that people are playing, and they like this game, and it has good word of mouth, and it has always had good word of mouth." So I'll try it. Um, yeah. You know, like I think that that's the more important thing. I think that like this it, is this is like another very like another version of like and I don't mean this in like a negative way towards that specifically, um, but I think that this is another like thing that gamers do where it's like they center themselves where it's like well I haven't heard enough that I want this game, will I hear enough that I mm-hmm. want this game? And since you feel like that, and I'm sure that other people will also feel like this, that that's another thing that I don't want to discredit. But I will say that I do think that Splatoon 3 will definitely sell better than Splatoon 2 just off the strength that Splatoon 2 did better than Splatoon 1 because Splatoon 1 was a game that a lot of people liked and, you know, good word of, good word of mouth yeah. and so on and so forth. I think that, like, the, mm-hmm. the only time that you start to get into this place where you really want to start to convince people that haven't played your last thing to play your new thing is if your last thing didn't sell as well as the thing before that um and i don't think mm, splatoon's really yeah. in that place um do i think that they will eventually announce something that will uh make new people interested definitely because they haven't really talked about the single player and i think the single player um yeah. a deep dive into that will get people even if it's like people that i think honestly like if if that's all you're in it for unless they do octo expansion sort of thing you're probably going to be disappointed mm-hmm. um but like <laughs> i think that that will perk up a lot of people's ears um once they like detail mm-hmm. the single player stuff um for better or worse um but hopefully it is closer to octo expansion because i think the single player experience of splatoon 2 with the the octo expansion and the like the base story mode is good if you just want to play that and that's it because that's a good like 20-ish hours of content um but like if all you do is play the base single player game of either one of these i'd suspect i doubt that splatoon 3 just based off of what we see from the game overall i doubt it's going to be much Mm -hmm. different I think that it will probably be bigger just based off of precedent because Splatoon 2 story mode was bigger than Splatoon 1 story mode. Um, and maybe we'll get DLC in this game too. Um, so yep. there's that. I do think that they're going to like the single player. Like if anything will like uh, inform more casual fans and like have them be mm-hmm. interested, it will be that. But I don't think that yep. this game's success is contingent on them. Uh, is the thing. 
Yeah. It seems like for sure that, yeah, the question is, is more how do they win over new people, which I think the single player is that. But I think anybody who had a good time, I mean, it's kind of like going all the way back to Mario Party Superstars thing where it's like, I had a fun time with Mario Party Superstars. If there was more of Mario Party Superstars, I would have a fun time with it because I know that I had a fun time before. Similarly, it's like if you had a fun time playing Splatoon 2 and the online and stuff like that, and especially if you're around any kind of community that you played with at the time, if they get it and there's good word of mouth of like, oh yeah, remember how we had fun before? We're having fun again. I feel like that is enough for returning players. Um, And 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 yeah, yeah, just, just within our community, there's multiple people that I know that have Mm -hmm. said like oh man like splatoon 2 sounds cool and everything but like splatoon 2 is like not new anymore so there's no like real Mm -hmm. incentive to want to jump in um that have interest in playing the game just off the strength of that you know where it's like it's a new game it's going to have a vibrant player base that enough people are also new that it doesn't feel like when you jump in because that's the thing like it doesn't really matter so much that games like Splatoon or, you know, like any fighting game or whatever um, has mm-hmm. a, a vibrant player. But it's not about finding a game. It's about finding a game and not getting washed because that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, w- like even though it, yeah. there's a lot of people that play these games, chances are the people that are still playing are going to be significantly better than you and not make you want to play anymore. Um, but with Splatoon 3 there's going to be a lot of people that have no idea what they're doing it's kind of like when Fortnite came to the Switch you know it's like oh there's going to be a lot of noobs here or when DLC Mm -hmm. comes to Smash Brothers or it's like like that's when like Bob got into Elite Smash (laughs) yeah exactly that's like when Bob got into Elite Smash it's like whenever a DLC character came in because everybody's just trying the character and they don't know what they're doing so he'll pick the character that he does know what he's doing and then just farm (laughs) Uh, it's it's that sort of effect I think that, that that's also a thing that would be big for this game is just a new player base of people that have no idea what they're doing so that it makes people that also don't know what they're doing more comfortable to jump in yep and i think the last thing too is going back to our initial conversation as well that the there will be substantial enough content to start out with that people will be happy with that Mm -hmm. outside of like some people being like oh where's this thing that's inevitably just going to come back later or whatever yeah but again it seems like based on what they did in the past they're going to add more substantial things modes whatever right. throughout you know the launch or like post launch that there will be more opportunities um to be able to jump in down the road as well yep. so like yeah i'm seeing it generally go well is how i'm imagining it's gonna be <laughs> yeah i think that this game um, will be in yeah. the top 10 <laughs> for sure yeah. um so we'll see though good stuff yeah uh cheesy who was on last week hello cheesy, asked and uh, topically so if you were to make another podcast that's not gaming what would it be uh i say topically so because he's because he's yeah yep yep yep, yep. Yeah. uh <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, if if I were to do another podcast, it would just kind of be like what we do for Patreon, where it's just like about whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, because I don't, I yeah. don't think I'm into anything else enough to want to do a podcast just about that. But I'm into a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I would rather just yeah. talk about everything. Like the Beanscast. Check out the Beanscast, which the Beanscast ends up being yeah. mostly politics um, that make me angry. <laughs> um, but like, they're liable to talk about whatever, you know? 
um like that sort of thing like if i were to make another podcast it would be like that <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah um my answer is sorry about that angry. it's not your have fault another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or you saying um just that yeah my answer is because i did have another podcast mm -hmm. and that was not gaming so that's true you know easy stuff and it was yeah it was music related mm -hmm. but i think even with that like um we did i think like 38 episodes or something around there and towards the end of that sort of felt like i was running out of like the the way we were doing it was like kind of big picture topic and like more thing and then like find examples for at least two of us listened to metal to some degree mm -hmm. and then one of the other guys less so um but like had a topic of like what makes music heavy like what does it mean if like man that song's like that's real heavy you know mm -hmm. um and so then like find some examples of like like this is or this isn't or whatever but at some point we were kind of running out i feel like of those more big picture topics um so that's a harder thing is having a podcast that like it's nice to have this one because it's kind of reactive for the most part where we mm -hmm. talk about news things. And so we can have more content without having to like really come up with things to talk about. And also y'all right. asking questions is very helpful for that same reason. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I, I think music though, still. Um, mm -hmm. Otherwise, I think like you said, just talking about whatever um, like we do for Patreon or honestly, oftentimes what we do here. Yeah, true. Is, um, is that. Yep. Mm -hmm. True. Rise asked any indie games like smaller titles y'all go back to from time to time over the years. Mine is certainly Terraria. I've loved that game since I first play it, and now I almost always just have a little playthrough playthrough going in some form recently, or in some form recently started a modding playthrough of the game. Modded playthrough. Sorry. Nice. Stardew any Valley. Games for you like that? Stardew Valley. Mm -hmm. That's literally it. <laughs> I mean, I I play indie <laughs> games. There's I'm not like opposed to indie games, but usually it's like yeah. I play it once and then I'm done. But Stardew Valley, I'll go, I'll go back to randomly, uh, and then I'll play it a lot for like a week or two, and then I'll not play mm -hmm. it anymore. And that, like, that's a cycle that happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that makes sense. Um, it's mine was Stardew Valley was very much the opposite for me. I played it a whole ton and then stopped. Honestly, I feel like if I started a new village or a new farm or whatever. I'd probably be more like. I don't even feel like that's the opposite. I feel like that's just a different thing. Yeah, I mean, also because <laughs> like I played it a lot when it first came out, or not when well when it first came yeah. to Switch. I played it a lot then, but then mm -hmm. I stopped. But then I started playing it yeah. again. You know, so it's like yeah, I just went. I just went to stage two <laughs> and three. <laughs> you stayed at stage yep. one. <laughs> I think yeah, I stayed at stage one, and I think like the way I did that village just like it's intimidating to come back to you now which is the opposite of what you want stardew valley to be so i think if i started a new farm it wouldn't be an intimidating one because i'd be smart about it in that way um and it would be nice and relaxing which is you know what you want um my actual answer is definitely at least one enter the gungeon Mm. um that's one i've come back to just a bunch of times and it's easy to kind of pick up and play and i forget a lot of the like secrets in that game like there's a lot of things where you know it's a roguelike or whatever and beat all the enemies you go through and there's a boss blah, blah, blah. but then there's certain things where like if you there's in the first floor there's always a room somewhere with a fireplace and somewhere near there there is some kind of wall 
water or something or other. And if you put out the fireplace and you step in it, then there a switch happens and somewhere else there's a room that's unlocked that you can like go and do a different thing, blah, 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 blah. It's like all these things, but I forget about those kinds of things when I haven't played it in a while. Um, so it's, it's fun to like relearn those a little bit and there's like tons of deep lore and things, but it's, a uh, even if I forget all that stuff, just the base game is just fun to do. So that's yep. definitely one. I feel like there's others, but I can't think of them right now. So, <laughs> so that'll be it. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Bob Wolf asks, uh, yeah, Bob asks, how many numbers of pie can you do off the dome? Uh, I don't know how we verify this, but I think it's like <laughs> 3.14 nine one five i think it's close that could be wrong but that it's all i I know i think i know like maybe seven or eight i don't know that i know for sure i know like five maybe one four one five nine and that's when i get rust i think like two six fives i think that's about it yeah it was basically the same amount as yours just you had two of the numbers oh i had flipped through it you see it Uh, so there you go. Alex said, nope, it's 22 over seven. Is that really the, what it, what makes it? I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, oh, like 22 divided by seven be- is the like rational number of pi or something like that. Or the, I don't, I don't know. know what he's talking about. I had to we'll think about know. pi in, in more than <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> yep. So there it is. That's that's pie. Um, it better than cake. I'll tell you that much. And that's, that's a fact. You need to know too. That's a fact. Um, Michael Garza. Okay. <laughs> discourse <sighs> asked with the current The Last of Us discourse going on. How do you think people will react when Metro Prime Remake slash Remaster finally gets announced? I think people will. I pop mean, not off. discourse because we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, I think people yeah. will pop off. Um, because mm-hmm. it's a it's a game that a lot of people either like or want to try. And they will now be able mm-hmm. to try the game on a platform that they own, which is a W. Yep. Um, and I think that uh, the the two things are are you know like pretty different because like there 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 is yeah. like the the thing is like there there's people that like don't like that get angry about every remake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's dumb because mm-hmm. you haven't played everything. So, you know, like, like even like the person that dislikes every remake, nine times out of 10, it's like, it's because a remake that they would play isn't, that hasn't been announced in recent memory. Right. Um, And like, I think that that is a legitimate reason to want a game to be remade. I think the last of us Mm -hmm. is a terrible candidate for that because you can, you (laughs) can, you, I could walk outside of my house and get smacked upside the head with a version of the last of us, you know, like that's how plentiful this game is. It was like, even the first time that they remastered it, it was not a a rare game by any means. Like the first game, the first Mm -hmm. game was released on a console that sold 80 million units and it sold like 8 million units on that console. Right. And then the second console is released on sold more than a hundred million units. And both of these consoles currently, like b- both of those, like let's let's not even mm-hmm. talk about the PlayStation Five, which, ironically enough, is harder to find than either one of those two consoles. Um, mm-hmm. Like, even before you you get to the the PlayStation Five and, and and all that other stuff, right? You can easily get a PlayStation Three still. 
Like, it's not even hard to get a PlayStation mm-hmm. 3. <laughs> um, so, like, you can play the original easily. Like, very easily. Yeah. There, There's, like, four times more PlayStation 4s in the world than there are GameCubes. <laughs> you know? Now we can go to the Wii, right? <laughs> the Wii? Where am I going to find that? I can't download yeah. download freaking Metroid uh, Trilogy on the Wii. You know? Like, yeah. at all. And like like like... Yeah, exactly. Which like that's even harder to do because again, unlike PlayStation games, just across the board, Nintendo games hold their value. So like, even if I could, mm-hmm. in theory, find a Metroid trilogy disc on like Amazon, it's likely to cost me eighty bucks used. You know? Yeah, and more this than that if it's new. Just uh huh. It's eighty four is the average yeah, price. Like 80, what? Eighty five bucks for just and, the, and you know what's crazy? Thing, that yeah. was off the dome. I never looked to buy Metroid trilogy, <laughs> but I just knew <laughs> that that yeah. like the value of that game is likely to to cost so much more. So like yeah. that's why I think that it, like remasters are are valuable and worth making because they mm-hmm. they like and this is like a whole discussion. It's 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 I think that the internet just likes being mad because like if <laughs> if if it wasn't be, if it never happens, people would be mad that it never happened because it's like what about game preservation? I want to play the game on my Switch, but somehow we yeah. can't see the value of that when when it's compared to like sony milking people for all the money that they possibly can for this game that they made less than 10 years ago remastered less than a less than what two years after it was originally created and now they're remastering mm-hmm. it again for more mm-hmm. money than it cost when it came out <laughs> like, yeah. and each time i mean and, and like even even if we look at like let's look at metroid prime and 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 we 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 give people like Mm -hmm. as like on the other end of the argument as much flowers as possible right and we say okay uh metroid prime that came out and what gamecube games they retail for 50 bucks right and then they Mm -hmm. the the next time that they re-released metroid prime was when they did metroid prime trilogy on the wii that was all three of those games for 50 bucks and then they released it again on the Wii U, a console that freaking 15 million people less than that. This is this is rounding up <laughs> own. <laughs> they re-released it for like $20. <laughs> All three of the games. <laughs> you know, like this is one game, The Last of Us, originally came out on PlayStation <laughs> 3 for $60. Then it came out on PlayStation 4 like two years after that for $60 more. And now they're remaking it quote unquote for seventy dollars mm-hmm. all yeah. and and metro uh, again on top of that the original metroid prime came out 20 years ago <laughs> like so so i i think the biggest thing is like less even the history of things and more just like okay day and date it's you know july 21st 2022 how easy is it to get a you know a good version if, at all at or just or any version at all mm-hmm. of the game and super easy you know if you have the obviously if you don't have a ps4 or don't have a ps5 or whatever sure then you'd have to buy one of those but that's besides the point because if you're buying the remake this is assuming you have a playstation console and a switch the current things that you're going to be playing it on anyway um, a way to get the new one it would be just like just way way harder you might um, even be able to you might even be able to get a playstation 4 and the last of Mm -hmm. us for cheaper than you can just get Metroid Prime. I'm yeah. pretty sure it would not be hard to find a PlayStation 4 for like 50 to 70 bucks. And you can definitely get The Last of Us for 10. 
So, or less if you get it used at GameStop or something like that, right? So it's like, I, I just don't, I think that the, like this, it, the conversation is moot from the, from jump. Cause they're not comparable. Yeah. Like, unless the, the, like you're only like the, you're given the least charitable, um, read of this scenario of like somebody just blindly hating on remakes or hating of anything that like Sony does or whatever. Like you just don't like it cause Sony's mm-hmm. doing it. It's like, no, like this is like, you can, you can give tangible reasons for why this is money yeah. hungry. And if EA's logo yeah. was on it, people would be universally tight. <laughs> But because the I mean the, Sony's making it, yeah. <laughs> gaming's darling. Uh, we we got to give them grace for it. Like all right. I mean, and like pulling the example over to Nintendo instead. If if like say you know Nintendo Switch Two comes out and you can get Breath of the Wild on there, and it's just Breath of the Wild, but because the it's the swap, it's the pro, whatever, it's a stronger console than it runs. You know. It's the same game, but it just runs flawlessly or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no lag anywhere or anything like that. And then they do just like a remaster of it where everything's exactly the same, but now it's got ray tracing in it. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm it's $70. Buy that. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm, <laughs> and it's and yeah, I'm, like, I'm I would be mad about that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be exactly. like, I mean, you know, and it's less, less mad because even The Last of Us, I'm not mad about it. I'm just no, like, I'm mad. Okay, I, don't, I'm I don't see the. <laughs> yeah, no, I would be mad. I would be mad because like, I, I think that, and it's not even because like, it's something that like because i think a lot of people get mad at stuff like this because they feel like they're being denied of something that they that they have to buy or that they're owed or whatever right Mm -hmm. i'm more mad because of the precedent that it sets because i know that they're going to make money off of this i know that so more people Mm -hmm. are going to do it (laughs) and they're going to do it more (laughs) and that's not good Mm -hmm. you know like that's why i'm mad like i don't i haven't even i freaking bought the last of us one time and again like most PlayStation games, I bought it for 10 bucks, <laughs> you know, like one time and had no desire to ever buy it again. And it's a good game. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and like, yeah, just not all, not all remasters are created equal to, cause yeah. like there's, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles definitive edition. That's a great example of like, yeah, it's you, even though the game is on 3ds, like nobody wants to play it on 3ds or new 3ds or whatever. Um, it's on Wii and like, hard to get so but you play it there whatever but like this is it looks so much better if you look at the old version of the game it looked great for the wii mm-hmm. but arguably that you looks know, terrible now, <laughs> it's not something you want to look at now you know and same goes for like metroid prime is incredible looking for, for a new um, game yeah for the gamecube right. but like you know it could stand even if it's like oh yeah wow i see how this was impressive for the time um i would much rather it look impressive for this time right <laughs> or at least you know like, and here's the thing like honestly up to up to par with this time <laughs> i could not tell you what they did to the last of us remake versus the remaster <laughs> diminishing versus returns. the remaster yeah, and right. i am honestly shocked that they showed this side by side with the remake and the remaster because they're like that is the only time that you're going to be able to really tell the difference is if you're looking at them right next to each other it's kind of like the the, like uh for most games the like playstation 4 versus like xbox one sort of thing like that's it's it goes down to the like the thing that i don't like about digital foundry like it it has nothing to do with digital foundry Mm -hmm. it's not their fault like i don't think that it's the goal of the channel to do this but i think that like people take content like that and use it as justification the like like 
feel superior to other people that don't have the thing that you have or you know like you picked right and they picked wrong because your version has 20 percent more pixels or whatever right it's that sort of thing where it's like the only way that i know that this is any better is if i look at that side by side and it's not like i could like they i would have to hear what they said and it's like you know the reflections are better and like oh yeah yeah yeah, i can see that you know like it's it's that it's, it's like the power of suggestion you know like yep I was about to say exactly that, that like there's for sure times where it'll show both things and not say which one is which thing mm-hmm. yet. And I'm like, I can tell that they're different. I, I don't have like... I can't tell you which one's reference. which. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I wouldn't say one is better than the other. I just know that they're different. And like, sure, you know, I'm sure there are logical reasons why one is, again, reflections, whatever, mm-hmm. those kinds of things where one is better. But like the other one of this thing the other thing didn't look bad enough and this doesn't look better enough for it to be worth anything you know um, and and, and somebody even why, pointed yeah. out earlier and within the discourse um somebody pointed out it's like yeah this even has less content because it doesn't have the multiplayer from the original game so it's like all right it's like i don't know i don't know um but yeah no i so think that that's dumb yeah. and i i think the industry should not adopt that trend but they will but they will and that's i mean but i'm for the metro prime remake remaster thing totally happy for that to happen because again like that's a game that basically if anything is sub hd Mm -hmm. i am here for making it hd right you know um and then at that point like you're good move on to other things because it's like like on top of the like on top of the 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 most obvious barrier of like do you have Mm -hmm. this platform blah 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 right right it is like pulling teeth to like play these consoles on modern tvs and it not look terrible you know and i don't even mean terrible in the sense of like it's a a 480i game or whatever (laughs) you know it's because like these tvs are not made for that so like how they upscale them looks worse you know so it's like to to be able to like like, you got to do like the free if you want to like have it look the best that it possibly can you got to be a tryhard like bob wolf and get like a freaking frame meister mm-hmm. you know like that sort of situation it's like mm-hmm. come on dude like, or play it on a small crt or whatever yeah like, like, yeah there's which even those are hard to get now a 65 inch oh absolutely yeah having a 65 inch tv and stuff blowing things up like i mean it's the the whole thing of if you've seen like pixel art super zoomed in you have no clue what it is and mm-hmm. as soon as you zoom out and you look at it real small it's like wow that's beautiful like, right looks great but like you know or impressionist paintings or whatever Mm -hmm. you know um but same kind of thing where as soon as something's bigger than it's meant to be uh which yeah metroid prime was never meant to be played on a 65 inch tv and like frankly when i did play it like there were definitely times where i couldn't quite tell what was going on just because it's like in a dark area on a crt it would do it exactly justice i'm sure and i'm sure it would look great for that context but mm-hmm. just the the raw console it, it you know doesn't it doesn't translate quite as well and i think that game should be done justice because i would like to to play it in the best way yep. so yeah <laughs> facts this course done uh, we did it we this course done it. here we go um mitchell monroe asks when do you think all the next news for scarlet and violet will drop i'm thinking next month around worlds i could see that i think no sure. no sooner than august i mean july is pretty much done so i think that that's not even sure. a hard prediction <laughs> um no sooner than august but i would guess like closer to september 
um because like i feel like they they usually like with the drip feed it's like it's you can set your clock to it <laughs> you know like mm -hmm. it, it starts in february and they give us a crumb and then around may mm -hmm. they give us another crumb and then they're, yep. they're like hey september august time they're like here's another crumb and then like you get like a month or two out and they're giving us stuff like every other week and then every week and then every day and then the game's out Mm-hmm. um so yeah so yeah i think late late august early september would be my guess i mean just looking at trends for the sake of it looks like august 7th 2019 was when we got uh some kind of update for sword and shield and i mm. think that's when the like drip feed sort of started so mm. yeah if they're just going by you know tradition <laughs> then yep. that seems especially likely um yep. so yeah, there you go all right now into the last couple questions from discord specifically now mm -hmm. Mega Man asked in the spirit of alec becoming affiliated good job alec we congrats w. we always knew that what sounds like a call <laughs> um so yeah in spirit of that what's your favorite thing to bake and if you haven't baked anything before what's holding you back get bacon you loser i don't often loser, bake i freaking mm -hmm. made cookies before and that's it that's all i've ever baked yeah i have i done it in the last 20 years indoor by myself no do i plan to nice absolutely not <laughs> i'd rather pay um, people that that, yeah. that like doing it <laughs> so, there you go yeah get some free bacon things um yeah i mean i bake some not very often and not particularly well i think the thing that i was the most happy about how it turned out is at some point i made like 11 like a lavender vanilla cake mm. um <laughs> and it turned out like texturally not that great but flavor wise was really good and i was very happy about that and i w. ate a good chunk of it um but did i say lavender vanilla i meant to say lavender and yeah. lemon uh, <laughs> i totally said vanilla uh, yeah, i was wrong it was lavender and lemon nevertheless very it, it tasted good um otherwise yeah you'd think rice said lavender flavor sounds gross you'd think so it was kind of mild like i feel like lavender things you can't go overboard with it other Otherwise, that's super gross, but I'm just like a little bit kind of lifts a little bit or something, but I don't know. I'm not that good at baking, though. I've baked some other things, but they've all just turned out kind of normal, <laughs> more or less. So fair enough. There you go. But good job, Alec. We're proud of you. Um, Speaking kind of of Alec still, Sardi asked, favorite bean-based beverage and food? Uh, freaking uh, hot chocolate or, or vanilla milkshakes oh because cocoa beans is that the idea yeah 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 yeah, yeah. or vanilla beans smart um yeah uh, but i don't like coffee the, the matter of fact in fact in fact i freaking ordered food and they gave me coffee for a drink instead of a drink that i wanted and i was very upset and i drunk it anyway and i did not like it because i every time dude every time i try it i give it a try mm -hmm. i'm like you know so many people that i tried to do the thing or i try to do the thing that i i think is actively stupid but people do it where it's like the the whole acquired mm -hmm. taste like i don't like mm -hmm. the marketing behind the phrase acquired taste is nuts <laughs> because like that's <laughs> literally it's literally like people are like oh this is good i had to trick myself into liking it but it's good you know it's crazy yeah. <laughs> like it's nuts 
um so like yeah i freaking i have not i still have not acquired the taste <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really funny um but no i mean it's true yeah there's plenty of things that i just don't care to acquire a taste for mm-hmm. and especially not if i'm gonna like seek after that thing i don't know that there's been any things that i've acquired the taste for and then have sought after yeah Um, yeah, more often than not if i've acquired a taste for something it's something that i then i mean besides i guess there's technically things you know everything in your life probably at some point you were like i don't know about this but maybe you were a baby and then you tried yeah but i think that that's like decisively adult acquired taste yeah because like your Um, taste buds literally change but like, oh, yeah, it, it, like I think especially like coffee is an, an especially like uh, pertinent example mm. because like it has like uh, utility, you know. So like people a lot of the times yeah. they like feel obligated to to like it because it's it's useful. It's like yo, I can drink this coffee and no longer be tired, you know. Um, so it's like you have a reason to to acquire the taste. But me, I it, for, yeah. I don't feel like that stuff works for me in the same way that it does a lot of people. Like I could, I could straight up drink coffee and still go to sleep. <laughs> you know what it's like? Oh, it a hundred percent. Yeah. So I, so far in life, coffee, caffeine in general does absolutely nothing to me. And apparently that's just like normal for some people, but like likely to randomly change one day, mm. at least if my mom's anything to go by, she said for her, it changed at 40. So we'll mm. see what happens then. But yeah, for now, like coffee, caffeine, just doesn't do anything however the only contexts i mean uh, blah 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 the thing that is nice about coffee sometimes for me is that most things i drink really fast Mm. and so then they're just gone and that's you know like yeah so that is what it is black coffee is something that's like not it's not great as i'm drinking it um, more often than not there's sometimes where it's like if it's a particularly good coffee i'm like okay that's pretty good but it's the kind of thing that makes me like i'll sip it and be like okay but then a couple minutes later my mouth wants more of that flavor again and so it's something that i can sip on for a long time and doesn't have a lot of calories or whatever um as opposed to most things that just like are gone instantly and then i have to either get a new thing or not have a thing so coffee is mm. a nice just like boredom satiating thing but even then it's like not very often it sounds like torture to me where it's like i don't like this thing (laughs) but i'm gonna drink it for a long time (laughs) it's i mean at that point though it literally is just it's a utility thing as well just Mm. not like an awake utility it's It's just like an addiction i want to (laughs) physically do something um and there it is you know (laughs) yeah so that thing so yeah favorite bean-based writers i'm with you on the chocolate mm-hmm. stuff yeah i'm yeah. going for that for sure uh food great don't don't coffee. <laughs> <laughs> still listen to the beans guys <laughs> yep there you go and you know what's funny like i'm always giving them crap because they're like whenever they don't have because they do a whole thing where it's like all right what are you drinking because it's the freaking beans mm-hmm, cast mm-hmm. and i give them crap whenever yep. they're drinking something that's not related to it's a bean coffee. yeah like what the heck <laughs> like yep I don't, nice. I don't really care nice. that I don't like it, but it's your show. Commit to the bit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yep. Um, yeah, food-wise, I don't know. I mean, just beans, man. Beans are good. Uh-huh. Mark asks... This is such an easy Nintendo... question. It, it, so it is. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a spinoff question of this that I thought of too. But mm-hmm. yeah, which Nintendo character would have the most impressive LinkedIn profile? Mario Free. Free. It's Easy. not even yeah. close to close to close. <laughs> the only way you could argue otherwise is if if all of the side activities are like considered a hobby. But I don't think you could argue that. Like he's a professional tournament winner at these things. He makes money within their games for a lot of them yep. he uses mm-hmm. for it. So like, yeah, you know, I tried to think of a way where it would be somebody that's not Mario. Yeah, but like, the thing is like, even if Mario. you don't get paid for something, you can still put it on your LinkedIn. Like people put like volunteer work and stuff like that on that, LinkedIn. That's like true. it's still experience. Yeah. It's the thing that you did. So it's like, yeah. And especially if you're good enough at that thing, you know, if you're at the top of your class at like, you know, or it's like, yeah, you know, I I do this work thing, but also I re- that's a I fact. released a platinum or something. Yep. It's like that's a fact. Go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But my the spinoff question is, which Nintendo character would have the least impressive LinkedIn profile? Uh, I had an answer for this, but I forgot it. Uh, it's swamps. Oh, I remember um, Inklings because like there's is it's just like just a hobby. It feels like it's just, you know, like, nah, man, it's I like a sport team. I think that like sports teams, there's, yeah, there's a lot of right. like uh, like marketable skills and being a part of a, a sports team. I guess that's true. I could see that. I say I say thwomps because all they do is fall down <laughs> and get back up again. That's true. Oh, I can see it. Never going to keep me down. You get yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark said, but also which Nintendo character would have the most impressive boy Zelda and profile? Like LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. Look at that. That's a fact. What a silly. He hacked the computer with his sword. uh fun times all right last question from rp and then we're out of here we've we've been trying to keep the podcast a little bit more concise recently but we did not do that today yeah which Um, is crazy because this podcast we didn't even have a freaking topic going into it yeah Yeah. and (laughs) it's because we had a lot of q a but also we spent the i mean the topic that we ended up doing i think was a, a, a sizable one so it's true and also, you know, games were playing. There was mm-hmm. quite a bit there. Yeah. So. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, last question. If you lived in the Zeldaverse, this is from RP. Sorry. If you lived in the Zeldaverse, who would you live around with? The Ritos, the Gorons, or the Zora? Uh, Ritos. Because uh, the flying's cool. But I free. And also to, mm-hmm. to glare angrily at fake Falco because I hate him. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's got to be the answer. The. Like Goron's feels fun, but like I don't want to deal with that heat for one thing. Yeah, and also I don't want to just eat rocks. Facts. <laughs> but like I feel like the Gorons have the most fun personalities, but there's other parts of it that just would feel garbage. I don't level the Zoras have the worst personality, I feel like. Like they just feel super stuck up. Mm-hmm. And the Ritos just feel like pretty chill, you know? Yeah. Except for fake Falco. So, he's he's a jerk. Hate him. Hate he him. Very much is. He's terrible. <laughs> I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So there it is. That's uh, that's the podcast, y'all. And yeah, next week's we're gonna be recording it early, and but probably I guess still posting it normal time. I, I don't know, right? 
What? So maybe not. We'll see. Yes, normal time. It's okay, definitely normal, normal time. time. Early recording time. Yes. Nice. Um. So good times, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Here's the end card. Isn't it great? Look at the thing spin. You see that subscribe button? You should click it. Uh, if you, if you don't mm-hmm. see that in the screen, you should rate the podcast. And you should go listen on mm-hmm. podcast services. Okay. Uh. Goodbye. <laughs>